Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. The hideout. We're going in. Cool. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? Hey, Hefe, what are you doing? What are you doing? There are no such thing as normal days at Real Radio. No, there's always something going on. Welcome into the hideout. I am El Hefe. That is J Dubs. And it's not just our hideout. It belongs to all of us. Come on in. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. In fact, open phones. Everybody. Open phones. Come on. Uh, If you prefer to type to us, that's always fun, too. Real Radio Hideout. That is uh, Chunks manning that one. (laughs) And he's also the star of uh, RealRadio.fm, the website. So, uh, Tommy Bats, Tommy Bateman is our producer, and uh, he mans the talk and roll controls. Hooch! Hooch! Will uh, ask you what you want to talk about, and incoherently type it to us, and um, then play on our text messaging. And uh, Putin's back there somewhere. Doing something. Uh, doing something. 407-916-1041, star-1041. On your singular wireless phones. <laughs> the phones are dead. <laughs> what the hell? Son of a bitch. You gotta understand, we didn't do any show prep today. We, we banked on these phone calls. All right, we're talking politics then for the next four hours. Nice. I was hoping to set something up. Anybody who called and talked about about any radio show, uh, everyone that got through, we got hit chunks. Yeah. Any hateful talk I would about pre- anybody, I would chunks pre- gets hit with a wiffle ball bat. Here are the shows I'd like to hate on. Uh, Bill O'Reilly. Nah, that's good. Uh, Sean Hannity. Nah, I'll let him slide. Rush Limbaugh is one that I would also, if we could. Uh, maybe run him down a little bit. And, hmm. I know. Podcasters. Yes. Goddamn podcasters. How dare you? Oh, <laughs> uh, J-Dubs. I, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I am pooped. Yeah? And I did nothing today. And I, I'm not kidding you when I say I did nothing. I did nothing. Well, my schedule has been really messed up lately because I haven't fallen. I don't fall asleep before like 5 a.m. anymore. And now uh, I wake up at like 1:32 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So right when I right now is where I start hitting stride, like you know, physically. Good. You carry the show then. Nice. I just wish people wanted to talk to you. All right. What is this? You doing negotiating over there, chunks? I said every call that gets through, hateful about another radio show, we get to hit you with a wolf ball bat. What's your negotiation? What do you want? Maybe like every four calls. Still hurting a little bit from last night. Oh, what from, happened last from night? From being whipped? Yeah. 
Uh, as our uh, friends from FatalFetishOnline.com came in, I went out there last night to the Blue Room. Yeah, how was the Blue Room last night? Epic. Yeah? I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It was epic. I had a very, very good time. Thank you to our, uh, our buddy Bizarro Jesus who hooked us up. Because what goes on out there at the Blue Room downtown here in Orlando, it's like a fetish kind of goth uh, girls beating each other up night. And did I tell you I got candle wax poured on me? Or poured on me? Oh, did you? Yeah. So are you starting to get into kind of that uh, that whole, um, I don't know if it's S&M. No, it's not S&M. But like, kind of like the pain for pleasure thing. No, I don't believe in pain, uh, pain during pleasure, especially sexually. I don't want any pain at all. In fact, a couple of times I've cramped up during sex, mm-hmm. and I've had to stop. But you wouldn't even be into inflicting it. Hmm. Would you even be into inflicting pain onto uh, a yeah. partner? Yeah, I think so. I see. I mean, you see, whenever we got chunks in here, and the, the, the pure enjoyment I get from beating him. Oh yeah, you almost finished by doing that. I mean, if, and if you were doing that to a chick, I can imagine your joy. I don't like hitting girls, though. No, you don't have to hit them. Just, like, burn them with a cigarette, you know? Rub some pepper in their eyes. Do something like that. Let's use your forehead as an ashtray. Yeah. I don't I like the small of the back as the ashtray. I've never tried that one. Do it. Like the little dimples back there? Yeah. That's where you actually place your cigarette to hold it. 407-916-1041. All right, Destro says he doesn't understand the painful sex thing. It's not supposed to be painful. But there is something to be said about maybe even a lack of oxygen during, you know, like what? maybe some choking. Oh, yeah. Are you into the um, asphyxiation? I'm not, but... Spell it. Can't. A-S-E-X. <laughs> All right. Uh, Actually, I was talking to Whip Girl last night, and she said a lot of it's not even, like, sexual. It's just sort of, like, the lifestyle. By the way, speaking of uh, Whip Girl, so I'm then at the Blue Room, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm going, <laughs> I'm going number one. All of a sudden, someone's behind me. Uh, yeah. You want me to hold that? I'm like, what? <laughs> and it was, it was her. I'm like, what are you doing? She was in the men's bathroom? Yeah. And Hot. she's, like, trying to look at it. And I'm like, no. I don't need any help. <laughs> Was that before or after she licked me? I don't even want to know when. And I told her it's not even big enough to hold, so don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, you want to run through some phone calls, Jadis? Yeah. Please, let's not. <laughs> hey, there's some weather outside. The weather is fantastic. How come you don't want to take phone calls? You know, because I... Because they're all going to be bad. Because for every two um, phone calls about a, a radio show that's negative, you get hit? I thought, I thought it was four. Two. We bargained. It was going to be every one. Yeah, see? Who says that we don't love you? <laughs> Still kind of hurting from yesterday. Do we have the wiffle ball bat? I have it right here. Great. Do we start with his face? Come yes. on! It's not fun, man. That thing hurts. Yeah. And what did I do to deserve this? I'm, I'm a happy, nice guy. I'm kind to everybody. You were born. It's not my fault. I blame my parents. I yell at him about it, too. <laughs> Just because the top of your head looks like your mom's sideburns down there Come doesn't help anything. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't even know how that got started. Tommy started it. He you know said how? He, he said he saw. Bush. Beer? Hmm. It's part of it. All right, here we go. Let's take some phone calls. Beard down there. Beard down there. Uh, 
Mike, you're in the hideout on Red Radio. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's going on, man? What's up? Hey, um, are you still drinking that Red Bull stuff? Actually, I'm uh, drinking it. Well, I can't technically be drinking it right now in the studio, but um, but yeah, I am. I'm having the Red Bulls. I downed one right before I went on the air. And I'm not doing the diet pills either. I, I decided to take the day off today because last night I got so drunk and so dehydrated. I did like five shots of I don't even know what out at the Blue Room. But uh, yeah, still doing the Red Bull. Why, Mike? Well, hey, um, I won't say I like the show, but if chunks get hit, uh, the show sucks. All right, there's one for hitting chunks. Thank you, Mike. Come on. Yeah, we prefer you run us down. Yeah, run us down. I'm okay with that. That's one. All right, what do we say for every two he gets hit? Every two. You got one more. Come on, man. Better not be hateful. You know they're all going to be hateful. Hold on a second. I think Captain Jane says something nice to say Yeah, I bet. Hey, Captain, what's up? Hey, you guys have been on for seven minutes, and you're already... Mo, 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 mo. Stop. Stop that. I want to hear what he has to say. You guys have been on for seven minutes, and you already suck. It's Chunks' fault. Thank you. That's two. Chunks, I'm going to have to write that one down. Come on. Oh, boy. It's going to be a long night. It's just going to be a lot of... (laughs) Come on! It's just going to be a lot of hitting Chunks. I'm sorry, man. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You know what this is? Why don't, why don't you just say something like, for for everyone who breathes air, why don't we just hit chunks? What is that, six billion people? Yeah. Ooh. Mm. That's your suggestion. You're screwed. I'm glad you're throwing it out there. Why would you do this? You got that sick little smile. I'm not going to yell. <laughs> I'm going to keep the vocabulary level to a minimum. The what? The what? Vocabulary. The level. All right, you spell that while Dub spells asphyxiation. <laughs> Vote. <laughs> Melissa, you're in the hideout of Real Radio. What's up, Melissa? Hey, I was going to say, instead of you guys hitting chunks for every two, you should hit the um, the hardcore in-core, or intern. Hardcore? Oh! Good call. Oh, you know what? Yeah. That's a good one, Melissa. You I'm... should go out to eat with her sometime. You'll want to hit her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Melissa. No right. problem, just a suggestion. Uh... All right, Hooch, you're going to get some of this, too. Honestly, this is what we plan for doing in the next four hours. Yeah. So? I'm not interested in show prep, a newspaper. I don't even, I don't know about Supreme Courts. I just want to beat people up. Dr. Hoo-ha, welcome to the Hideout on Road Radio. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. Hey, uh, I just wanted to get the show started and say hey. Do you want to say anything bad, like maybe about Scarborough Country or something, so we can mark this down as a hit in the trunks or something? Yeah, you guys really, really suck. Thank you. One you more. Will. That's another one. Do you have any show prep trunks? Because I'll do this for the next four hours. <laughs> I guess you don't, do you? Chase, what's going on, buddy? You what's going on? Uh, I was listening to last night's show about the S&M. Yeah. And I went home and I thought about it. And uh, I would love to have Hooch spank the hell out of me. But if she says no, the show sucks and Chunk gets a hit. Okay. You know what? No, that'll be Hooch gets a hit. Hooch? Yeah, I'm dividing them up now. They're dividing okay. I appreciate that, Chase. Thank you, man. She says that you guys couldn't hit her hard enough. Huh? What? She said the way you... She said the way she's seen you. Oh! This is not my fault. I'm answering the phone. 
my fault. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. I can't really be going from room to room all the time. I think, you know what we're going to have to do from now on? We're just going to have to keep a running tally. And then maybe at the end of the segment, we beat them that many times. All right. Plus, we got some other stuff we actually want to talk about, too, if you want to hop in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. I do want to tell you a little bit more about the Blue Room last night. Yeah, the Blue Room, uh, I didn't get to go last night, but I'm definitely going to try to go next week. I had fallen out of love with goth chicks. Yeah? And now I'm right back in. I mean, just right back in. Because... I really think I can find a girl. I've talked about this before. All right, let me tell you my thing about why I think goth chicks are so great. I shared it when I was hanging out with SBK last Friday mm-hmm. here in Shannon Show, but I'd like to share it again here in a second. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, <laughs> based on your phone calls, depending on if you're hateful toward uh, us or a radio program, specifically the ones I'd like to single out are uh, Bill O'Reilly, uh, Sean Hannity, and Rush Limbaugh. For every two we beat on uh, either Chunks or Hooch. And Matt Albert says he'd pay 10 bucks if you can make Hooch take a knee after hitting her. <laughs> so, I'm sure. I'm sure I could do it. <laughs> um, all right, so we were at the Blue Room last night. I mm-hmm. went there with uh, Tommy Bateman, our producer, Hooch, intern, and some of Hooch's friends. Now, here's what's odd about this. Um, I had I, I used to really have a thing for goth chicks. I really liked the uh, the pasty skin and the and the black hair, especially kind of the short black hair, you know, that whole bit. Yeah. And I'd gotten out of it. I don't know why, but I'm so back into it now, um, especially after going to this thing at the Blue Room the last couple of uh, Tuesday nights. And I was talking to SBK about it uh, when he was uh, filling in on Friday or, or hosting the show alone when Shannon was out. And here's why you know a goth chick is going to be great. She's got those crazy eyes that I talk about, where with those crazy eyes, you know that the sexual experience is just going to be amazing. All right? That's first and foremost. Secondly, more than likely, there's some real self-esteem issues. So because of that, you can even kind of be controlling. So you can control a hot chick who gives you great sex. That, to me is why I dig on a goth chick. Well, you've left out the most important element, especially on the chicks that like to get whipped mm-hmm. or hurt at all. They want to feel something. They yeah. want to feel it so bad, and they want it so bad just to feel some kind of, you know, just some kind of uh, either pain or pleasure that, you know, they're going to want to do everything to get both uh, both things going. And it was great because out there at the, uh, at the Blue Room, I mean, you're seeing a lot of this stuff going on, and it was just, it was a really, really fun time. And uh, thank you again to our friends, uh, FatalFetishOnline.com, who came in last night and taught us how to abuse chunks, which hopefully we can put into play tonight, depending on the hate calls. Now, I do want to say this. Tommy, you um, you said you got your ass grabbed? Yes, by two different people. Dudes? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who grabbed your ass? One was Whip Girl. The other was someone sitting to my right. Twice, by the way. Okay. I think that's sexual harassment. Who? Hooch? Yes. Hooch was grabbing your ass, playing with your little buttocks. It's muscular, by the way. Oh, dude. That's okay. <laughs> how is that? How I don't think that is uh, the way he described it, man. This <laughs> is like playing with your little buttocks. It sounded awful. It, it shouldn't. It sounds differently in this booth. <laughs> Everything's gayer in your booth. I know. It's just you. It's your aura. <laughs> but here's what's odd is that I had to do the, the same thing too. Um, who, Play with his ass? No. Oh. Well, it is. He's got that. You know. Whoa, whoa! One is little and his little wranglers. There's something going on. There. Hey, <laughs> the hell! But a who, hand magnet back there. That's your new name, hand magnet. Hand magnets uh, running the talk and roll controls. But he, uh, Hooch kept talking about sex. I mean, I've, I've noticed that whenever we're out and Hooch is out. Sex is like the first topic that comes up with her. And it was just constant, I want to do this, I want to do that. She has something for brown people, she kept saying. I don't know if that's code for tubgirl.com, over yeah. 18, please. But there was a lot going on there, and I had to just keep covering my ears, <laughs> telling her, you are an intern. You essentially right now are a daughter to Dubs and I. I cannot have you talking about sex. At one point, she goes, I'm a grown woman. Fine. But that doesn't mean that we want to hear about you. And brown people. And what you want to do to them or where you want to put them or anything I ended up having to walk out at one point. Your love for Hershey? We don't want to hear about any of that. Yeah, that that chocolate, if you know what I mean. Playing with your little buttocks. Oh, come on. <laughs> Playing with your little buttocks. Why would you say that, Chunk? Yeah. How come you didn't isolate when Dub said it? Said what? I Playing didn't... with your little buttocks. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 at your singular wireless phones. Brian, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's going on, Brian? Uh, not much. Uh, I was just going to call and say that my girlfriend is gothic, and I am, but she wants us to do, like, a three-way with this girl that's totally, like, Abercrombie and Fitch and stuff. All right, so it's one of those... Th- well, you, well, here's the thing, too. Well, it's kind of a thing of bringing someone from another world into yours and, you know, it's just seeing if uh, everything's the same. Right. Completely. Because what you want to do is, whenever you go out and you're going to do something... You know, and you got a chick already. You want to do something that's the complete opposite. Yeah, you want something different. You want something you can't get at home. If you're eating hamburgers constantly and you want something else, you're gonna go get a uh, go get some fish yeah, or some chicken. You're not gonna go get another hamburger. Start rubbing the hamburgers together. Yeah, but if he uh, hooks actually, up, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. You know, bringing over an Amber Crombie and Fitch girl over to the uh, the goth household. I wonder if like they would kind of placate to her normal stuff and want to like watch Desperate Housewives while they uh, have sex and you know the normal mainstream thing. I don't think that the goth people are into uh, Desperate Housewives. I don't think so, but you know the uh, Amber Carmen Fitch girl probably is. So, hmm, why don't they just go completely into her world and try to run it that way? All right, I'm not getting into Desperate Housewives. Oh, I love it. Really? I love Desperate Housewives. I haven't missed an episode yet. Come on, what's wrong with you? It's great. Really? Yeah. And they said this season is going to be darker. 
darker. Are they getting a goth chick? What's going on? I don't know. That's what they did an interview, and they said it was going to be dark, uh, like a darker storyline. I think like they're going to have a whole storyline of them trying to win the lotto. What does that mean? Because they're I don't know. It's just going to be darker. P. Diddy's going to be a new neighbor. <laughs> Are you being racist? No, not at all. I know it's that... It's just going to be a darker storyline. On Desperate Housewives. Yeah, I, there's a bunch of soccer moms on Desperate Housewives, and I think they're just going to start calling them basketball moms. Okay, this is racist. What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't even understand. What? What are you talking about? What do you mean, what am I talking about? I'm just trying to tell you about what's going to happen this season on Desperate Housewives, how Zach is going to get a, be saving up the whole season for some Air Jordans. Okay, you know what? That's enough out of you. Because... I think darker. They mean like like dark comedy. No, no, it's gonna be darker. Uh, uh, Julie, uh, one of the daughters, is gonna get beat the hell out of because she didn't bring back change for her mom's cigarettes. What's wrong with you? I'm not kidding you. What is wrong with? Uh, what are you doing right now? I don't know what you're talking about. It's just gonna be a more. Why are you being so they're racist? Just going in, I'm not being racist. They're just going in a different direction with the show. You're awful. Why? Main sponsor. Phone cards. Okay, that's it. That's what? What is what are you wrong? talking about? Stop. Just stop. I gotta cleanse myself now. Ew. Tub girl? Maybe. Not that kind of darkening. Okay, no, Matt. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not gonna get in on this uh on this bit. Oh, now you decide to filter. Take a break and we'll come back. Are you being racist towards him? <laughs> Maybe. This is my form of censorship. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Alright, I got this from the Howie on Row Radio Hideout. Mm-hmm. Um, hooch grabbing ass ain't nothing new. Hell, the first time she came to Latitudes with everyone, she grabbed mine about a dozen times. Really, hooch? I did not do that. I did not, I swear. I admit to when I do things, but I did not grab his his ass. Can you understand that I cannot have, have or hear you talking about anything sexual? I don't understand what the big deal is. Because you are like a daughter to the show, and it's just not something you want to do. All right? What, don't you like hearing go, oh, the things I would do to that guy over there? <laughs> oh, no. I said that once. There was only one boy that I no. thought was cute. No, you said it like every 33 seconds. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes. This is not funny. And then she goes, hey, look at that girl's ass over there. And I go, yeah, it's pretty nice. And she goes, I'd like to smack it. All go, right, this is getting real unprofessional. I go, yeah, that, w- that would be nice. And then she goes over and she goes, I'm going to ask. And I thought she was asking for herself. The next thing I know, this girl comes over and is like, uh, okay, go ahead. And I'm like, Yeah, but how what? quick was Tommy to slap her ass, though? It was nice. <laughs> it was it was kind of fun actually. Um, all right. And Destro says she just about raped their buddy Marlin, who came in in the Fred and Ed open door policy. He was brown and he was cute. Okay, stop. I have to agree with her there. Brown equals cute for me as well. Is that why we're a team? Yeah. Uh, hush now. Absinthe Coma, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, buddy? What's 
up, guys? Well, I want to preface this statement by saying that I like Hooch. I think she's a good girl. But uh, last night she did something that made me realize that I'm going to have to keep an eye on her around my girlfriend. Uh, I was uh, having a little spat with my girlfriend. She took that opportunity to scoop her up and take her back into VIP. And I should say my girlfriend is uh, South American and Asian. Yeah, so she is brown. She's a bit brown herself. And uh, when she said, well, what about my boyfriend, absent coma? She said, oh, I thought he was Mo. So well, I wondered that, that too, but whatever. <laughs> 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 it's all right though. It's a, you got a whole clockwork orange thing going, and you got to understand that you know it leads to questions. But whatever. Um, yeah. That I, aside. Yeah, that aside, I have to say I completely. Uh, I, like I don't to, condone what she's doing. And I'd like to apologize to you because you're such a good friend of the show, Absinthe Coma. How dare you, Hooch? That's not how it happened at all, though. I swear. All right, now we get from Jonathan and Drew, who are friends of ours through Ron and Fez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was all over my friend Sean from D.C. that one night in the Friday night open-door policy. Guilty as charged. I'm going to ask you. You can't be doing that to listeners, too. Your internship is almost up. At that point, you'll be able to come and hang out in the show and be a little Grab bit Grab ass with uh, the listeners. You know, on Friday nights, and maybe you guys can go set something up for a whole, you know... Weekend of fun and... Gang banging, whatever. With brown people. But until that point... A we... brown bang. You into that at all? It can I, I have videos, which are very nice. Can... I, I like it because, you know... It can be kind of fun. And the brown on white, you know, it, it, there's more of a visual stimulation there. I like those uh, videos a lot better. All right. Six and phone calls. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your single wireless phones. Again, we didn't have to think we'd be doing show prep today, so it's all you guys tonight. Double T, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's going on, Double T? F.A. Dubs, what's going on, Yo. guys? What do you got, man? Hey, I wanted to do some hating on Rush, but what I really wanted <laughs> to do is uh, for you to reunite me with uh, Putin, because this is his personality, Double T. What, you know, I've been riding the rails up in Mexico, and we had some good times before Harry Potter, Putin. We had some really good times. <laughs> we used to be cool. We used to be really cool. All right, there's one hating on Limbaugh. Thank you, Double P. What's wrong with you? And why is he? Why did he move in there? What's going on, Putin? Now Putin moved in the chunks' room. What's going on? What are you doing? <laughs> I want to hang out with you. Get the hell out of here. I just want to hang out. I don't with give you. a damn what you want to do. Get the hell out of here. No. I'm looking up dirty stuff in this computer. And I don't want you behind my back. All right. Why Eat aren't it. you focusing on the show handling the AOL instant messages? Real Radio Hideout. What are you looking up? Are you on Top Girl? LemonParty.org? Maybe. I love Lemon Party. But I am over 18. Thank you. You have to be. Long Guy, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Long Guy? All right, man. I just want to start it off by saying, uh, El Jefe, you're a little puss. Come on. What? What did I do? I can can prove it in three points. What? First off, you're so little, low down to the ground, that you get to bring enjoyment out of beating up two female interns. (laughs) <laughs> that is true. You're right. I do right. like to, I, I do Second like to beat up both female interns. I'm not a female or an intern. <laughs> Second off, last night when you're going up to Dominatrix and stuff, you were like, "Oh yeah, beat up chunks, beat up thing." And then when they came to you, you were like, for terror in your voice when they're coming up to you with the whips. You're like, "Whoa, whoa, not me! Like, no, I'm too much of a man to get hit." I though. am. I'm a dude. I'm not into being submissive. I'm not into uh, having girls hit me with whips. I'm not. I don't do that. 
But every man's got to realize if you give a little, you can take a lot more. I don't even know and what that every means. Every man knows that, and every puss out there doesn't. And what's the third point as to why I'm a puss, according to you? And the third point is, is when you go and you go out on these little excursions of field trips, as other people have called them, <laughs> out to like the blue room, field you're almost trip. in the corner, you know, off to the side, and everyone else is there and taking the stuff. And then you look around, and you see people, and are like, oh yeah, it'd be fun to do that. I'll say I do that on the show. I, I didn't say that. It, I did. I actually took some wax, man. I, I don't think any of that. And that counts as a hate call, so Trunks is getting hit for that one. Come on, that was only one, too, by the way. It wasn't the second call. That was only one bad negative call. I'm just not into that, man. I don't want but, anybody hitting me. But you are a puss, too. What? You you don't take pain well. <laughs> you know that. I'm very... He is, he is right at that point, you know. I'm very tough. It hurt, man. That wax hurt. It's just some melted wax. It hurt, dude. It hurt so bad. Did you even get a burn mark from it? I got too much hair. It singed the hair on my arm. So it cooled down by the time you even got to your skin, and you still complained about it hurting. All right, Destro asks if there were any hot black chicks at the Blue Room last night. Hmm. That's not really the black scene, the whole goth thing. You know what I mean? Not usually. I mean, there were there were a couple there. And what is the black scene? I can't define it, but I know that it's not... It's on ABC's Sunday. What? Is that another Desperate Housewives thing? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess it is. With their new story angle? That it's going to be, quote-unquote, darker? Mm-hmm. All right, what is this? This is mean. Make me walk off a flight of stairs while eating tacos? What is that going to prove? And why are you sending that to me, Chunks? You're supposed to keep me and, and scream me from that stuff. Well, uh, you know... James, you're in the high down road radio. What's up, James? Hey, it's Captain James. And that oh. last caller brought up some very good points, but that's not what I'm talking about. Come on, what? Uh, you guys have barely been on the radio for 30 minutes now, and you you suck. You suck oh, on wheels. Oh, boy. All right, uh, that's another one that goes down. He already called in, didn't he? No. I but it, it doesn't matter if the same person calls in. A hateful mm. call is a hateful call. Come on. And, and we that, took it. And that, in turn, means that you get hit with a wiffle ball bat. Come on. This is stupid. We only got. We're only gonna do it for another 45 minutes. And our, 45 minutes. All right, three hours. Come on, seriously, man. I couldn't breathe for like a segment after I got hit with those whips yesterday. It's not. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. Kent. Kent, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's going on, Kent? Hello. Hey, Kent. Yeah. What's up, man? Hey, we can barely hear. Can you roll your window up or something? We can barely hear you. Yeah, I'm driving down the road right now. Okay, uh, but... I drive truck over the road. All right. Can you hear me good enough? Say what you want to say. Hurry. Dude, you need to, you need to get a new stick. Uh, stealing other uh, disc jockey's uh, ideas, that's not good. You know, why don't you steal the bad ones, the ones that don't uh, get national attention? All right, I'm going to write that one down as another hate call for, uh, for us to hit chumps. Thank you, Kent. Listening to delay. Yeah. <laughs> but what you know, he's active. And as long as you're active, then hey. Whatever. Well, that's what those listeners are, man. They're hardcore. I enjoy that. Yeah, man. Fanatical. I can really appreciate that. Fanatical, willing to do whatever for you. Man, there's different ways you look at it. That's one great thing about the real radio listeners. They love this station. And they're very passionate about that. 
And as a broadcaster, that's exactly what you want. Yeah, you want uh, people to be fanatical. You want people to get involved at all times. I think it's insane that I'm already signing autographs. That's just stupid, to be honest with you. But and they need to be hardcore like Hooch. <laughs> or grab ass, as we like to call her. Tommy, how uncomfortable was it that she was grabbing your butt? Which time? First or second? He didn't complain. What's he supposed to do? Am I supposed to punch you? And he would. If you do it again, he probably will. And then knowing you, you'll probably like it. <laughs> I hear you're into that kind of stuff. All right, quick break, more phone calls. Just for the next 15 minutes, we'll do uh, more of the Chunks Abuse stuff. Right now, I have it up that he has to take three more hits from the Wolfle Ball back. Well, how does it get to three? It was two calls for one hit. I got six marks down here, brother. Because you're just doing that on purpose to see me get hit. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phantom Pooper. Hey, what's going on? I got a complaint. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> that's a great name. That's that's the kind of hideout name we're looking for. What's up, Phantom Pooper? Listen, I, I called you to begin the show, and I talked with Hooch, and she's like, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Ohio, and she's, you know, talking with me. And, and you know, finally, she's trying to get my number. What? I'm explaining to her that I'm a married, happily married man. Will you stop hitting on everyone, Hooch? And he's in Ohio. It's. I mean, I know he you're. Sounded like he was brown. I'm, I was excited. Come on, all right. That is racist. All and right. then she's telling me the things she what? wants to do to me. Right. Do you do you have some kind of like uh, plantation fantasy type thing? That's of... an extra three marks for you to be beaten with a wolfle ball bat. <laughs> Phantom Pooper, I apologize profusely from the hideout. I'm gonna send you something up there in Ohio to um. Hey, can, can, can I say something else? Sure. Go ahead. She, she, you shouldn't see her as a as a as a daughter to the hideout. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking more of a step trailer park trash sister. <laughs> okay, well, all right. You know what? We'll do that. Hold on, and we'll uh, we'll get your info to send you a prize since Hooch is hitting on. I don't know if we should even get his info. You know, give what? us a PO box so she doesn't come out to you know Ohio what, looking for you. Phantom Pooper, just email me your info, and I will uh, I will. No, send I'm it here. To you. I'm, I'm here in Orlando. All right. Well, you know, I don't want to give your info because I'm sure she'll begin to stalk you. So email me at I'll have WTKS and I'll hook you up. Oh, God. Look, she's writing down his number. What? Stop. Freak. So even if they sound brown, you start hitting on them? Well, you never know. <laughs> I like Hispanic boys. Cut me some slack. Stop. Okay. Uh, I, I. Now, Dubs, imagine this at like... <laughs> 3.30 in the morning while you're trying to eat. And, and sober and, up. And even more graphic detail. The guy at IHOP liked it, our waiter. Oh, God. You guys, you guys put yourself in that situation. I have no uh, pity. Because we're hanging out with Hooch? You know uh, that's what's going to come up. Brown people and sex <gasps> with them. <laughs> Number nine, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, guys? What's going on? Hey, what do you got, buddy? Um, How come no one's calling in to get Hooch hit? No, that's wrong. Well, you know what? We're just going to divvy it up equally, to be honest with you. All right, well, then I hate the show, and I hate all the other shows. Perfect. Okay, thank you. I'm going to write down that was two different hate calls. Yeah. Come on! Seriously, man! Two different messages of hate. I'm, I'm getting a- weird phone calls on my uh, on my uh, cell phone. Listen to this one. Playing with your little butt hicks. What? <laughs> I don't know what that means. What are you doing, Chunks? I didn't do anything. Right. Playing with your little butt hicks. From now on, all hate phone calls should be directed toward the following number. 703? Right, come on, please. Nine? Come on, please, I'm begging of you. You know, this would be the wrong day to give it out. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the worst day ever to give out your number. Did you already give out the seven? 
No. Come on. All right. But I, I, I was just about to give out the five. Okay. All right. We're not. Today's just a really. Today would be a really awful day just, to do it. I just want to get some sleep. I can't believe you don't just turn. You your know phone what? Off. If you went to bed right now, I think you'd get 14 hours. Come on, please. Come on, please. I'm begging of you. How you guys are gonna hit. Been... You guys are gonna hit me with the bat, please. Isn't that good enough? I remember this one. Isn't that good enough? <laughs> I please, this, I this... please don't. I remember this I'm one not... time. Oh, crap. I took like Ambien, and it was weird because I didn't sleep the whole day. Just Great. 23 hours. Just 23 hours. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Playing with your little butt hicks. Stop, chunks. Just stop. <laughs> skillet, skillet. You're in the hideout of our radio. What do you got, buddy? Hey guys, how you doing tonight? What's up? Uh, we're just the reason, the reason the phones weren't ringing that much earlier is because Chunk sucks so much, nobody even wants to take the time to call the show. Yeah, you know, man, and you, when you're right, you're right, and I can't even argue with you, Skillet, when you make a point like that. Okay, Lester Big Hands is saying, I'll tame the pasty white ass. <laughs> I think he's talking about Chunks. I, at least I hope he is. And Dub, somebody says, I figured out Dubs' real identity. This is from Shaggy. Okay. He is actually Laszlo, the closet hermit from the movie Real Genius. I am a genius. Spell it. That's my new thing with you. J-E-A-N-I-U-S. Genius. Mike! Go ahead, Mike. All right, all right, Mike. This isn't Mike. It was the same guy. And I'm in the truck. In his Playing truck. With little butt hicks. In his truck. I wanted him to say it again. I mean, that's another hateful call. I, I that's another mark. I don't. I'm gonna. Mark, I'm gonna mark it down anyway. But I just don't what like. What the hell? I don't like. You know, if you're gonna call with the hate stuff, just make sure you roll your windows up. Or, yeah. You know, you're talking directly into. Oh, the he ain't listening. He's preferably from a landline. That would help a lot too. Yeah. We want to get a good, good uh, grasp of what hate you're talking. Chunks' dad, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Chunks' dad? Hey, let me tell you something. All this talk about baseball bats and pasty white ass, it brings back memories of when Chunks was a child. <laughs> Chunks, <laughs> I want to make love to you again. Oh, my. Get the hell out of here with that. We're not supposed to talk about that. Thanks, Chunks' dad. We're not supposed to talk about that. What were they playing? Playing with your little buddy. I got some real bad journal entries that are coming up. Really? No. About dad sex? Oh, come on. All right, and you're not, we're not due for another entry till tomorrow, right? What's today, Wednesday? Yeah. Hmm. I want to have gay sex with them. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back. Yeah, take the herpes. More of the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout World Radio 104.1. Doing open phones. 407-916-1041, 888 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh-oh. All right, this is going to be hateful. Uh-oh. We got to do it, man. So, Gary the Prophet, you're in the Hideout on World Radio. Well, hey, I mean, good evening. How are you gentlemen tonight? What's Who, going on? Who bro? do you hate, Sir Gary? Sir Gary, is it the devil? What's that? Who would win an award, the devil or uh, Jesus? Uh, Jesus probably would win an award. Probably. Oh, an award? Now, but what if it were a war? A battle. I guess the devil would. Oh. The devil would win the battle? <laughs> that's not. That's not. That's not very promising. Oh my God. <laughs> what? That, that's not very. You, 
What? what kind of church do you go to, man? <laughs> I'm gonna have to start hanging out at that one. What's going on, Sir Gary the Prophet? What do you uh bring? Shed a little light on the day of today, if you will. Is there any, any got special messages or maybe a good sermon for us this evening? Uh, yeah, about uh, some plan of salvation in Jesus Christ. You know, in Christ is the answer. But, no, but no, but loses, devil's going to win the battle, you said. But if he loses, I like to sign on the side of a winner. <laughs> um, Sir Gary the Prophet, when's the, uh, when's, you, are you going to church tomorrow or are you waiting until Sunday? I'm going to wait until Sunday morning go to 10.30, Sunday morning worship service at New Hope Primitive Baptist Church, Miller Street, Winter Garden, Winter Pastor. You know what I love about your call, Sir Gary the Prophet? You always put things in perspective. Appreciate it, buddy. Yes, sir. All yeah, right. I'm doing a good job on the radio. Good work I do, and I enjoy your program very much. Informative tonight? Entertaining? Beautiful. I love to hear those God words. God bless you. Have a good evening. Okay. Well, that bums me out a little yeah. bit. The devil. I didn't think the devil would win. Huh? That, that was that was probably one of the strangest answers I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't think anyone expected that one. I thought it would be all the way. And we yeah. asked him twice. And he he believes the devil's going to win. Oh, my God. I thought he was down with the G.O.D. That's a very negative call. No. <laughs> yeah. Very negative. Yep, you're right. Come very on, hateful. seriously. And that's done with, remember? No. no. You said 15 minutes. Playing with your little buttocks. We're going to extend it. Come on, seriously, man. Bobby Hill, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Bobby? Hey, what's up, Ponch? Um, I got two Come things Come on, man. Quick. Stop with that already. What do you want? Uh... Quick way for you to lose weight. Shave all that hair off your back. And I got a quick joke for you. Okay. What do you call four Mexicans in quicksand? What? Cuatro Cinco. <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> do you really like that one? Did you like that one, Trunks? Yeah, whatever. Give that me was, a hit. Give me that a hit was, for that, that one. That was hateful to Mexicans. That was great. I loved it. He's turning Mexican. Get though. it, Jonathan. I love you. I'm uh, so glad you called. What's going on, Jonathan? Hey, um, my little bit of hate is that my bill has been running up on my phone, and I want to know if anyone knows what number this is. It's seven oh three. Come on, seriously, <laughs> man. We can't have the callers doing it. One four. <laughs> One four. Oh, but you were laughing so much at the uh, the joke that ended in the punchline twenty three. Got a couple other phone numbers in my book. Let me just read them all off. Yeah. Why does that sound so gay when you say it? Here's to the man massage parlor. I'll give out this number. <laughs> yeah, don't make me give that one out for a good handy call. Uh, what's up? <laughs> Come on, seriously, please. <laughs> Arthur, you're in the hideout. What's up, Arthur? Hey, man, what's up with all these calls that you're getting? What's the deal? I kind of I kind of missed what happened here. I heard some of them calling the Phillips file, and now they're, they're harassing your show, too? Actually, everybody's been pretty nice. We're just having fun. We're, we're, what, we're, what we're doing is taking hate calls. If you hate any radio show, we mark it down, and we beat chunks up with it. So it's not anything in particular. Yeah, not but, with but, us. Oh, okay. But, but who, who, who are these guys? Who made these guys call? What, what is that? I, 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 think missed, it's, I missed it. I think it's Opie and Anthony. Yeah, Opie and Anthony? Mm-hmm. Those douchebags. Nah, right, don't let them mess with your show. They're not douchebags. Nobody's a douchebag. Everybody, can't, why can't we all just be friends? Be <sighs> happy family. Here's here's the thing, and now we'll uh, do a little bit of a shoot here. Yeah. I'm surprised it took us an hour to have to do it. Mm-hmm. When we started in Washington D.C. doing the Saturday night overnight thing, we um. We had the support of our buddies Ron and Fez, who were Ron and Fez down here, Ron and Ron, many of you know, 
who Ron and Fez worked with O&A up in New York at NEW. Mm-hmm. The core of our original fan base in D.C. are O&A and Ron and Fez fans. Mm-hmm. And for that, we're forever grateful. So much so that these people continue to follow us down here now. Yes, they listen, listen online. They used to go through illegal means to listen to the show in D.C. Now they listen and support Real Radio and listen on realradio.fm. So that is that part of it. And we love Ron and Fez, and we appreciate the Ron and Fez listeners and ONA listeners who have been supportive of us. We are now here at Real Radio making new friends. The Phillips File, the Phil- Shannon. Monsters, all of them as well. All are, are our friends. You have to understand something. When we got into radio as as young dudes, Dubs and myself, we had chips on our shoulders, and we learned from Ron and Fez that you come to appreciate everybody. Yeah. For the I've... different things that they do. And Dubs and I, we just don't get involved with. We learn from Ron. We just don't. We don't get involved with fights. Yeah. You know. I mean, either way, on anybody. I'll tell you whose side I'm on. Poontang. I'm on Poontang's side. I'm on Pootie Tang's side. Either way, I want them to win. And by the way, I good. wish I wish Pootie Tang did better in the in the theater. So that's just, you know, I I mean that's why we've opened up the phones and opened a uh, you know a dialogue and this and that. But you're not just no, you're not gonna get us to hate anybody. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, there were times, you know, there was a whole thing with uh, Don and Mike. And uh, just so many other, the junkies, just so many other shows. To me, you know, there's just, there's such a very small number of people who do what we do for a living. And I'm just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate anybody. I can't do it. Yeah, we're not gonna go out there and start attacking people. I'm just, I'm just not, I, if people can do what they want. Yeah, if, we're if just, you go, if anybody wants to attack us, we don't care. You if, know. If, if, there, if other shows are attacking each other, that's fine. I don't want to be put in the middle of it. Here, here's my thing. I just want to attack chunks. Yeah. So that's why I appreciate all the calls so far. That's I, why we like the infighting. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. That's ridiculous, man. That's, that's eight shots. Come on. Don't worry about it, man. You just sit over there in your gay booth and do your gay thing. I get dragged into this. There's no reason for this whatsoever. Jana, you're And you said you were going to end it at 8. Well, we're going to end it here in two Come minutes. on. Jana, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's going on, Jana? God, he's such a whiner, isn't he? And you're such a cow. Come yeah. on. Well, listen, those of us who have been listening to Sir Gary's calls for years, <laughs> let me just translate hey, for sweetie. you. Well, yeah, go ahead, Jana. I think what he was saying is that the devil would win an award for war, not in a war. Oh, so he doesn't think the devil will actually beat Jesus. Oh, not Sir Gary, no way. <laughs> okay, I just, well, because I it was confusing. That's why he's Sir Gary the prophet. I wouldn't. Sir think... Gary talks in riddles. Can you beat your weight problem, sweetie? Come on, Excuse chunks. Excuse me. Stop, chunks. Your name is Chunks, right? Exactly. Please. Exactly. Thank you, Jan. I appreciate. It. Did you? You just made her hang up. She didn't call me whiny. You are whiny. That's all you do is whiny. You guys are going to hit me in the face with a bat. It's not fun. All right? It's not fun to do that. Keep on yelling. Virginia Phone Company, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. 
Come on. <laughs> it's not even funny. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's great. It's great tonight when I just start miraculously uh, posting other people's numbers. Yeah. All right, then we have that picture of you and uh, Oral. Yeah, with the marital aid, which is online right now, but I have it kind of hidden. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and come back. You want to start the show when we get back? Yeah, let's do that. Play the open. I love that open. I could just we should play it every time we come back from break. All right, quick break. It's a hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. I am Al Hafe. That is J Dubs. Yes. And with all the radio hate going on today. Uh huh. Uh, I brought in my demo tape oh, from what I was uh, sending stuff out, uh, <laughs> trying to get another radio job after we got fired in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I all I did was music radio at the time. Right. And I had a demo tape that I was sending out. I listened back to it for like the first time in like two or three years. It's terrible. It's Is- absolutely atrocious abortion of a tape. I can't believe I got callbacks on it. All right, here's all right. I got I got a couple questions on it. Now, you trying to get another job? Does that equal you going on dates with guys? No, uh, that I didn't mean to go on a date with a dude. It just happened. I <laughs> thought it was a isolated, isolated, isolated. I thought it was a job interview, and I ended up being on a man date with a uh, music director. Where'd you guys go? The White Stripes concert. Hmm. And a Greek restaurant. <laughs> Ironic. Yeah. And so, he asked me to go out with for him for drinks after the concert. Is this arable? I think so, yeah. Uh, because this was pre-Nipplegate, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but this is the stuff I was sending to other stations. Okay, hold on a second. Don't give me that. This is what Dubs used to do. You, whenever you're sending your, like a package... To a prospective employer, mm-hmm. not even radio, just period. You know, maybe you got your resume, your transcripts, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Dubs had his package, and it was a retard flipbook. Yes. Well, written, that, that written in backwards crayon. Well, that that was like six months into me sending my stuff out and still not getting a job, and I figured maybe if I drew some more attention to my package. I could get, you know, a... Uh, someone to notice. Yeah, someone to notice it. And maybe so, even want it. Yeah. And uh, I, I would send that out, and I, it was crickets from then on out. You know, no one would respond to that one. Oh, surprise. So you sitting out... And what was, the, what, was the final, what was the final page? Well, there's a big picture of a guy with Down syndrome, and it said, uh, so hire me at your radio station, or you hate people with Down syndrome. I have the flip book still somewhere. We should post it. I have it. Do you? I'm almost positive I have it at home. I know I do. Okay. I kept it because I said this is priceless. I'm going to work with this guy for a very long time, and this has to be shared with so many people. Yeah, we should uh, we should post that. All right, but you got your you got your demo. Yeah, right? and uh, I found out that it wasn't that uh, I, the, uh, enough uh, attention was not on the package. It was the package sucked. How the long, CD sucked. How long is this demo tape? Well, is the demo tape, what, four minutes? 
Uh, four minutes and 15 seconds. All right, we're going to play the whole thing all the way through? Can oh, we, we can stop, stop it? it. Yeah. It's Chumps, not just, just keep an eye, okay? Yeah, just uh, when we tell you to stop it, stop it. All right, here we go. Right. J-Dubs' uh, demo that he sent out after we got fired from Lansing's New Rock, 92 on the Edge. It's Pennywise, Divine Intervention on Lansing's New Rock, 92 on the Edge. What's up? I'm J-Dubs doing the last laugh. Uh, all right, I got a guy in the studio. Just came up here with uh, my name written on him. 92 on the Edge rocks. Last laugh. What's your name, man? Uh, I'm Mark. Mark. And you thought that'd make me laugh? I thought it'd make you laugh because I was about to take off my pants, too, because I'm only wearing a Speedo. and you know. Are you? Take them off. Okay, here. Take off your pants. <laughs> Gay even then. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. If you saw this, kid. Wait, wait, wait. Total lacking package. Everything. <laughs> Sure, sure, blame it on that. All right, he made me laugh. If you can make me laugh, give me a call, 363-292. All right, hold on, pause it. See? All right, hold on. Now, we're talking. That's what, that was my opener. That's the strong stuff. That's the stuff that's going to grab him and say, hey. What are you doing over there? That's the stuff that's going to grab him and say, hey, this is what you want on your radio station. Because they always tell you in the demo tape, you hit it up front. The first 30 seconds are so important for yeah. those of you who want to get into broadcasting. That's strong. And your first 30 seconds is okay. analyzing a dude's junk. Mm-hmm. Now, right off the bat, as a programmer, i got to say, this guy's got a radio voice I want representing <laughs> my station. It's strong. I'll tell you that much. But <laughs> it's true. It's true. This is the reason. This is the type of radio person to hate out there. Oh, my goodness. All right, air check J-Dubs, 407-916-1041. And this is what I was sending out. All right, Petman says, Dubs is making Richard Simmons look straight. (laughs) I can't believe... Hello? I can't even believe that your first bit on your demo is looking at a dude's junk. All right, here's... Believe it, baby. Let's hear the next one. Give me a call, 363 Long as we're discussing minorities, it's J-Dubs. Blame white mother. On Lansing's new rock, 92-1. The Edge. I just lost, like, my virginity. Okay. And I'm really, really hurt, and it's supposed to hurt, like, this much. Are you walking bow-legged right yes. now? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Maybe his thing was too big. Unless he was, like, 12 like, inches or something. Like you, right? Yeah, unless he had, like, the circumference of a tuna can, sort of like me. <laughs> Is this guy your boyfriend or is it your dad? Oh my gosh, you're sick. Oh my gosh. Hey, yeah. I lost my virginity listening to you on the radio. Did you? Yes. No. All right, hold now on. Now with that one, that girl could have been like 14. I don't know. I dumped that. Why? I dumped a part of that. I dumped a part of your demo tape. <laughs> Look at you laughing, wondering why you couldn't get a job until I said, hey, join me at JFK. Please. I'm glad I brought you along, man. You and me forever. Well, that's all I got to send out. I hope it's you and me forever. I got nothing. I'm screwed. People are saying it still sounds like your uh, cajones haven't dropped yet. What? I had to dump your demo tape. Our people are wondering if this was the original treehouse, and they're waiting for the awkward pauses and the hairband music. Because whenever I'm not here, Dubs hosts the show alone, but it's not the hideout. It's the J-Dubs treehouse, and he just plays hairband music instead of... It rocks. This is the best show in the world. 
Okay, so let's hold on a second. Let's go back. <laughs> um, junk call, probably underage virginity, dumpable call. Now I think next <laughs> is letters to heaven. <gasps> yes. Right, I gotta listen to this off the air before we even do it. No, on letters air. to heaven's fine. Are you sure? Positive. Yeah, it's good. Right. That was the only questionable one I had. Oh, that's the one you. Oh, that last one. Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Dubs. Wait, is that like Lansing's New Rock 92.1 The Edge. What's up? I'm J-Dubs. We do this thing called Letters to Heaven, where God personally will answer your questions. So hack. <laughs> I know. This week, Chris writes, I've lost interest in my current relationship, and I want to break up with my girlfriend, but I don't have the heart to hurt her myself. God, how can I get my girlfriend to break up with me? Well, Chris, what you need <laughs> to do is start using a lot of cocaine. Get into drugs heavy, sell the TV and all of her jewelry, and soon she'll tell you she has to leave because you aren't the man she fell in love with, and she'll leave you. Ha, ha, ha. It's great because she feels horrible, because when she left you, she left you when you needed her most. Ha, 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 ha. Well, there you go, Chris. God's advice to you. If you'd like to get God's advice on life and love, email him at godsadvice at yahoo.com. It's Letters to Heaven on Lansing's New Rock, 92 on the Edge. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Is he so hack? I'm so embarrassed for you. I need a new That's partner. strong. <laughs> that is strong, my friend. Let me ask you, Dubs, when you're yeah. sending out these demo tapes to get jobs. Where, where, where did you find this, by the way? What? This The CD? Um, Just in my, like, I have a big stack of CDs, and I was just flipping through them, just figuring out what I wanted to put in my new car and everything, and what I didn't want to, you know, <laughs> lug over from the old car. And this was a must-keep? Well, this was one that I'm like, oh, we got to play this one on the air. <laughs> All right, Wookie says we should do the Ask God bit here. Yeah. Letters to Heaven. All right, write that down, Bateman. <laughs> We're going to do Letters to Heaven. You can email uh, God at Elhefe at WTKS.com. No, I think that might be the last bit. I think the rest of them are just regular breaks, maybe. How much time's left in that? Uh, minute 51. Minute 51. That's a long time. Yeah. I don't want to hear any more. I think I've heard enough. You want to go with one more? I, I would like to hear you just doing a regular DJ drop. I don't think I actually have a regular DJ break on there. <laughs> Did you get any calls? Yeah, I got like callbacks. Actually, I you know I got down to like the last three at a few different places, but where never. hell? Basically, yeah, West Virginia, which is equivalent to hell. Uh, yeah, we're looking for a shock jock in Aruba. <laughs> I'm there. I would have taken anything. Of course you would, because no one's calling you back between your Down Syndrome package <laughs> and this radio demo. All right, play this. Is this the next one just a regular old DJ? I don't know. We'll find out. If it isn't, we'll just stop it and end the pain. All right. J-Dubs. Lansing's New Rock, 92.1, The Edge. What's up? I'm J-Dubs, hanging out with my man. Lefty, what's going on? All right, no, you know stop. what's going on. Just stop, stop it. That's <laughs> no, just awful. That's the abortion. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Go through and see. I want. I do want to hear you talk up one record. You know, I don't think I do have one on there. Honestly. Hey, speaking of talking up records, whatever happened to Deuce Childeron? Did he get the job at the sister station XL? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did we send over that uh, that break? That demo tape of his? And by the way, Putin asked me in all seriousness. He goes, hey, um, you think I got a, a shot at that job at XL? 
And we were in private. We were off there, and so I'm like, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. They, they'd want somebody like you. Personality-less. <laughs> Why don't we all take our shirts off? Maybe at 8.30 you can do a quest update or something. I, I'll give it to you. All right. Let's take a break. And co- well, Dubs, we'll listen during the commercial break and see if we can maybe come back with one of you just talking up a record. We'll try, but I don't think there's one in there. Uh, 407-916-1041, star-1041. Evil Eye wants to know if either one of you two or either one of us can talk a record up to the post. I know Hefe is great at it. I don't know if I can do it anymore. I really am, dude. I'm a good DJ. I mean, you can just hit it without even really knowing the song. Yeah, I'm good. I was a good disc jockey. Even better talk show host. Mm. Eh. Mm. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Oh, boy, did we spare you. We stopped the tapes at the right time. <laughs> Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's Hefe Dubs. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I got to look through, uh, I know I got tapes, and I, I I keep all of my stuff, my old radio stuff, I got tapes and tapes and tapes of it, so what do you want to hear? Do you want to hear... Uh, I want to hear uh, Alex, CHR. Alex Cruz from uh, the Bob and Tom show. I heard enough of that. In Lansing. <laughs> Do you want to hear Maverick from Mix 100? Yes, I do. I want to hear Maverick. Texas? What other what name? I used another name, too. When I was actually really big into Marilyn Manson at my college radio station, I went by DJ Diana Dahmer. That's my own Manson name. That's a good one, Diana Dahmer. <laughs> Are you embarrassed? Because I'm embarrassed for you. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, looking back at that, and uh, that tape right there. It's the only proof I have that I worked in radio at the edge. <laughs> I, I didn't keep nothing. And that's the only thing I got. Because here's the thing about, just like that, Like first of all about radio, mm-hmm. is there's so much, there's so much just like awful stuff that you do that's recorded. Yeah. You know, in time. For life, yeah. You know? Because in normal life, if you have some douche chill moments, Maybe they're in your memories. Maybe you can suppress them somehow. But in radio, it's on tape somewhere. And you just, somebody's going to have it. And somebody's going to bust it out. And amazingly, you kept it. That's the only thing I have, though. You have all your tapes. That's the only little thing I kept. Maybe for and I'm the, thinking about burning it. Maybe we, for the mixtapes, we play my old talk show from college. Oh, no. It was actually very good. I'm sure. It was. I've always been talented. Robert, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Robert? Hey. What's up? I was sitting down in this camp the other day, right? And I'm, I'm staring at the fat chick. And I'm... What? What happened? I have no idea what was going on there. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Oh, boy. I'm trying to think of other embarrassing things that I went through life. And I'm trying to remember. Some of the stuff you block out. Like, we have that rejection game that we played. Yeah. It took a while for me to dig up stuff, because, you know, you just try not to remember that kind of stuff. Well, not only that, but as far as rejection goes, unless I know it's a sure thing, I'm not going after it. I'm just not going to do it. I am very much willing to lose out on something... 
maybe even something that's really, really good, uh, than go with the actual chance of being rejected. Are you the same way, Bateman? Explain. I'm that way, too, because, like, you can't undo that girl laughing in your face, and it'll just eat at you all day. Because you and I are the same, where it'll just eat at you. You could be, like, a millionaire, super successful, but that one little tiny thing back in, like, ninth grade will still eat at us. Yeah, oh, yeah, completely, especially with the kind of personalities that you and I have. Dubs doesn't have that personality. Yeah, I hate him. Like, he, someone could come up and spit in his face, and he'd be like, meh, whatever, I don't care. No, I'd punch him spit in the face. I know, but you'd be over it after yeah, that. I'd get over it soon enough. I'd yeah. be like, what the hell? Why do they hate me? What did I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I used, I used to do that for the longest time, like in radio. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a long time where people would say stuff about how bad you are. And a lot of times, too, it's not a lot because you end up having a lot more fans than people who hate you. But it used to really get at me, and it doesn't anymore. I, I And I learned from you, Dubs. You just can't please everybody. No, you can't. There's no way. And sitting here trying to dissect and wonder why so-and-so doesn't like you, it's just not for you then. And it could be something that has nothing to do with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. You could, it could be someone just a personal vendetta for some other reason. All right, Dev wants to know. I guess Mama Jokes Kathy. I guess that's her new name. Uh, wants to know why we got fired from Michigan. Why? Is that a story we really want to tell here? Mm-hmm. We pranked. <laughs> you pranked. It was your idea. All right. It was my shift. Okay, Dubs was filling in for me nights at the... Uh, was I filling in for Yeah, because I was doing afternoons that week. Oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah. I was wondering why you were there and I was filling in for you. So, um, you know where people will call up? They'll even call up here on the show sometimes, and they'll use a sa- like a Napoleon Dynamite soundboard or a mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard. Well, Dubs made one of those for the movie Swimming with Sharks. If anybody you've ever seen that movie with Kevin Spacey, it's a really funny movie, great, filled, literally drops with angry drops. And so Dubs was trying to call around to businesses and goof around and have fun, and it was to no avail because everybody kept hanging up on him. So then somebody said, you know what you should do? That's somebody's you, Hefe. Really? Yeah. Somebody had the idea of, why don't you call the crisis hotline? They're not supposed to hang up on you. Well, they hung up on me. Which, by the way, I can't believe, because I thought that was against the rules. And then we decided to air it. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of dumb, looking yeah. back on that. It was dumb, and it was the best thing that ever happened to us. Otherwise, we'd be still stuck in mid-Michigan. Mm. Oh, they would have fired us for something else. Got they it. hated us. Oh, we did so many bad... We can't even begin to tell the stories. <laughs> so many awful things. I was equated to the serial killer who gets busted for having a broken taillight. Because there were other things we should have been fired for long before that. That's always fun, though, when you get away. Like, whenever you do get fired from any job, mm-hmm. whatever the job is... The reason they fire you, you're like, how could you fire me for that? Blah, blah, blah. But then once you're doing that usual, everybody gathers at the bar and says goodbye, and how do they do it, and you're sitting there and you're drinking, and you're thinking all the stuff you stole from work. Yeah, all the CDs that you hocked at a UCD shop to get extra money. You know what I mean? All the stuff you put up on eBay when it was just starting. Yeah. That's not supposed to be for resale. All the autograph stuff, just selling. All the tickets you're scalping. All right, is this really my stepbrother? I hope this is my stepbrother, Adrian. 
He says he was rejected at a bar last night by a girl. You want to talk to him? Yeah. Right, we got to take a break. Tell him to hold on. I want to talk to him during the commercial break anyway. Um, we'll take a break and come back. More of the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> Rock night two on the edge. Jimmy, we're gonna be at Van and Loretta. When you take some quick about them, it's gonna sell quick. Make sure you get out there. Ticketmaster and Van Andel. VanAndel.com. <laughs> I'm all happy that it's dubbed. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. What's up, Chump? I got a question. For when uh, those nights where you guys are probably both pissed off and it's late and callers call up asking for the same song. It's like some of the worst stuff you would say to them, just mean-wise. Not even on air, but just like I if they called I don't think I'd ever in. really start yelling at the callers, but if it was a chick, you know, we start to, uh, you get their age first, and then you say, well, if you come up to the studio, these Jimmy Eat World tickets could be yours. Oh, there's nothing like... Saves the days opening up for them. You, you want to get down here. <laughs> there's nothing like phone whoring. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you're working music radio. That's the best. That's why I recommend all you guys go do it before yeah. you hop into the talk radio part. You go over to a sister station, yeah, like XL or like a Real Rock or something. I couldn't imagine the poon they're pulling from those phone oh, lines. Oh, God. Oh, the old days. Now you and I are just old. George, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, George? Hey, what's going on, guys? What what's up, got? George? What do you got, man? <laughs> hey, I just want to let you guys know I think you do a great job, and uh, I love what you're doing despite all these other guys calling up and harassing you today. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. That's I'm going to put that one down as a hate call, though. <laughs> nice. I, don't, I don't think we've gotten the the fierce amount. Well, you know, I see here at least 20, um, 20 hits that... Yeah, but they all call in instead of hated O'Reilly. 16 before. That guy counts as four because he was on hold for 45 minutes. All right, this is my stepbrother, AJ. Um, he IM'd at Real Radio Hideout. He listens. He goes to Oklahoma University. He's a grad student there, wasting money on psychology or sociology or something as a grad student. What? Is he brown? Is he single? No. No, no. Well, no and probably yes. Actually, he's, he looks like Butthead. Yeah. He looks exactly like Butthead from Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. <clears throat> AJ. Yeah. How's Oklahoma? <laughs> it sounds like butt. It, it's hot. Oklahoma's hot. Oh, what a surprise. So is Florida. Um, yeah. So you got rejected. Real fast, what happened? Uh, it was a friend of mine. Uh, she was on the fence about whether or not she wanted to date me, but I was interested in her. Where she and, live? Uh, she lives, like, in the same apartment complex, but right now she's visiting family in Indiana until, like, the end of summer. Okay, so you guys go to school together, but she's uh, back home for the summer because that's the college thing. That's how you roll. All right, so what happened? Like, we were having a conversation last night, and I told her that I was going to try to come see her for, like, a week and, like, take the bus there and then take the bus back with her, like, if I had the time and the money. Oh, okay, so you don't have the money for the bus? You, well, you can't, Greyhound's a little bit too high on the hog for you, you now? You can't drop the 27 bones? What the hell? I right, meant for take the butt, take the Greyhound. It's like two hundred fifty dollar Greyhound no. ticket. Are you serious? Yes. I looked it up online. All right. I took one from Michigan to Maine, and it only took me, uh, or Michigan to Massachusetts, and it only cost me sixty bucks round trip. All right. So you say you want to go see this chick. You guys maybe got something going on, this, that, or the other. So what happens? 
Like, I tell, she asked me, like, I can't go see her because I got to work uh, during the time when I could. But I told her that, like, I would go see her, except I wouldn't really want to drive there because it's like a 12-hour drive and gas would just be crazy and be aware on the car. And I said if I had to drive, that we'd need to be dating in order for me to, like, go <laughs> and visit her. Okay, so you're trying to pressure. You're pressuring no, her? No, 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 I, wa- no I, I wasn't trying to pressure her. I was just, I was just laying it out there. I was saying, you know, I'd go see you by bus, but just... Uh, that's what just I was being honest. That's what I said. So you'd only go though if maybe we get a chance to hook up, do a little something, something. I don't want to go as your friend. I would only go if you and I were dating. No, it wasn't even about like sex, but that sure. was pretty much. It's it. always yeah. about sex. Well, I so what ended up happening? She got like really mad and saying how she, the guy she wants to date is a guy who would treat her the best he possibly could, whether or not they were dating. She ba- she and she said that it's typical of guys. All right, here let me. L- Here's let me here's Big Brother stepping in for a second. She's lying. They all lie when they say that. They all say they want someone who's going to treat them well and good, and they don't. They really don't. They want her to be. They want to be treated like whores. And you got to yeah, know that. Basically, she told me, and she said uh, something else where she understands the bad boy appeal now. Because at least if a guy treats a girl like crap, it's not because she's the girlfriend. It's because she would treat her like crap no matter what. So now you're stuck in the good guy role. Pretty much like I've been, but, you know, hey, whatever. So what are you going to do then, man? Are you going to go visit her or no? Well, I can't. I, I can't anyway. I, I can't anyway because i got to work and stuff. But when we get back, we're just going to be friends, I guess. And we, but, That's you what know, you were before. Why? Huh? That's what you were before, just friends. No, but see, here's the difference. He was friends with her with, with the hopes. aspirations. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, had, I had an option for dating. Oh, yeah, he had the, uh, the option. It was her option, though, and she turned it down. Yeah, the contract was denied. Wow, bro. And, and you know, hey, you're trying to diss me with Hooch now. I mean, if I ever wanted to visit, you know, maybe we can get a little. Uh, no, going. she's my intern. Maybe if you get out here at some point, uh, spring break, when the internship is. All right, you know what? I'm gonna beat it. Uh, here's the thing. Listen online on RealRadio.fm. Hang up and listen. Big Brother's gonna teach you a little something. You gotta realize, dude, when you're going after chicks, and you're and you guys hit it off initially, mm-hmm. and you see that you probably could be buddies. You got to make it known very early that you don't want to just be her buddy, that you want to take it to another level. So either you make it known by telling her that, either you make it known by trying to kiss her or hold her hand or a lot of physical contact, but you can't, you can't do the thing of being her friend. Well, otherwise you get caught in that. Well, you do. You need to get her drunk at least once and see if you can get anywhere that way. Hell yeah. Because if you if you can get anywhere that way, that means probably she do the same thing sober. That's and not true. Uh, That's so not true. Chunks no, hasn't had sex in three years and sober sex in four years. But if if she's completely you know not into it even drunk, you know you have no chance. Okay, that is a good that. But you know you need like the kind of the uh, the liquid courage on her part. To, uh, you know, go with it at first. Hmm. I'm telling you, man, you just can't get caught up in that. All right, Bateman, what's your advice? Because you're a bit of a poonhound from what I hear. Yeah, because you say it all the time. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, if he beats... Uh, me, uh, beats. Beats her. <laughs> hits it off with her. Everything with you is just abuse. Beats Amita. They, uh-huh. they like it. Right, go ahead. Go ahead, though. And if they don't like it, then you beat him some more. <laughs> no, if he hits it off with a chick, you know, 
it, I mean, it sort of depends on the, the chick and the situation. But the chick he was talking about, I would have been like, you know, you're you're really cool and and you're you're actually kind of pretty. I never really noticed before. And then you just ignore the rest of the time. That is Tommy's move, and I'm telling you, dude, this guy knows what he's talking about. Take lessons from Mr. Poonhound Bateman. <laughs> Because I've seen it work a trillion times over it's with this It's worked on you twice. Well, it was <laughs> I was drunk. Sure. And my inhibitions were down. But he's right. Yeah. You tell them how cool they are. You tell them how beautiful they are. That's even what you got to just say, too. You're beautiful. You make it known that you think there's a physical attraction there, and then you ignore her. And it works. I told you. This son of a bitch knows what he's doing. By the way, uh, my brother AJ said the word like... Nine times. So that's four and a half extra hits on chunks with the Wolfle Ball bat. Come on, man. Welcome to the evolution of a bit, as Dub says. This is just dumb. Do we have any uh, advice for my uh, stepbro, AJ? I could be completely wrong, but I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure that's how you work it. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your single wireless phones. Quick break, we'll come back. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio with a 4.1. It's Hefe and Dubs. Wednesday night. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, I'm, ch- I'm checking right now on my MySpace. Yeah. By the way, it's MySpace.com slash Hefe7. Son of a bitch. What's wrong? Taylor Dane still won't add me. <laughs> I found out she was on MySpace last night. And and she only has like 100 friends. Yeah, I got like double the amount of friends of her. I figured she'd want to be my friend. And by the way, Giant Brian refuses to add me to our friend. Why? From the Friday Night Open Door Policy. He doesn't quote-unquote want to mix his real life with his fake life. I guess his fake life is Friday nights from 9 to 11 here. <laughs> yeah, it's the only time he has a fake life. But I don't know what the hell's going on. I was talking to my stepbrother, AJ. Mm-hmm. Now, a little issues, girl trouble, girl problems. He sent me this in the IM. I, he goes, I met her a few years ago when I was dating my last girlfriend, and just recently we were like, hey, we might have something. And then it turns out they don't. I think he was too far in that friend that friend mode where they just think you as friends. You can't do that, man. Yeah, it's hard to get out of there. It's, it's possible, but it's hard to get out of there. He wanted to add this. If I have a J, uh, he goes, I have a J Dubsian voice. So if he quits, call me. I could put together a gay demo, too. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. Are right, you what? Come on. Tommy writes to me, maybe he's just ugly. I told you he looks like Butthead. And the chances of him of getting any poon are very, very, very uh, slim. Uh, Derek, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's going on, Derek? Chilling, man. How you guys doing? All What's right. up, bro? I just had a little advice for your, for your boy, AJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found through past experience one of the best things to do uh, if you've been friends for a while is to, to definitely, I agree with you guys, get her drunk. You can just go get her drunk? Yeah. Just go get her drunk, man. A 12-pack and she'll pour everything out and that's, uh, you know. You, you'll know exactly where you stand after that 12-pack. Uh, that's exactly right. Or she'll, well, you'll know where she stands yeah. anyway. Uh, let me ask you this, though, Derek. What if it's a chick who doesn't drink? What do you do then? You don't even try. Oh, there, there, I've never met one. <laughs> There's a, I mean, because if they don't drink, that means they just don't drink a lot. Huh. I'm t- I've never met a chick that doesn't drink at all. Well, there are some out there who don't drink. and maybe There's, there's a couple. But, <laughs> like uh, two, maybe two. I mean, two. for the most part, you find it. I mean, and if they don't drink, that means they don't have a high tolerance. 
And that, that means you're, you're, yeah, you have a cheaper night. You're in a six-pack. <laughs> All right. Instead of the whole 12-pack. Thank you, Derek. 407-916-1041, But I'll tell you what. Getting a girl drunk is the easiest way to uh, further the relationship, at least uh, knowing where she stands and uh, knowing what you're you going to be able to do. You don't think that's a bit of a wuss move? Why? Why is it a wuss move? That's great. If you can't do it sober, then... You'll, you'll be able to do it sober after that first drunk time, but then you'll know where you can go. So you think you need to be... You need to be drunk so you guys are just let down the inhibitions and go at it. No, she needs to be drunk. I don't need to be drunk. Hmm. Chunks, you ever ask out a friend? Yeah, actually, I knew her for, uh, I think like seven years. And, uh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's so way too long. Yeah. That's but, like you know, brother, I, sister, though. But everyone said, like, uh. You, you guys know, be great together because yeah. you're such good friends. She's so pretty and you're so hideous. Yeah, and I uh, tried asking her and basically just kind of giggled and was like, ew, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. That that was embarrassing. Hey, wasn't there a girl that you really liked and then right before, and you asked her out and she said no, and then right before you left to come to Florida, she said, maybe we should go out sometime? You had a chance with the girl? Yeah. <laughs> no, because he was leaving. <laughs> She didn't realize until uh, until you were gone. Yeah, what a gem you are. That's a, that's actually the same person. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, that's the same person. I mean, like, I didn't ask her to, like, maybe, I asked her, like, four years ago. This is when I was like, all right, we should, we should go out and try it. And then, like, right before I left. <laughs> maybe because you approached her like that. Like, like it's meth. Playing with your little buttocks. We should go out and try it. Don't don't worry. That that's definitely going to be in one of the journal entries. So. Well, we already heard that one. No, for, you for, haven't. Trust me. Really, it's better. All right, I want. It's not better, man. I mean, it's, it's a very painful one. Shut up. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Imagine that pain of asking a girl out and her just being like no and giggling at you, and then just to. Have her do a 180 and go, you know, I really think we should have gone out back then. I could have be, be really happy right now. Have fun when you move to Florida tomorrow. It's got to hurt a lot. Yeah, thanks, Tommy. <laughs> really bad. Dubs, you want a lot of that, though, right? No, I don't have a whole lot of uh, just getting brutally rejected like that. I do like the, the whole alcohol thing, but I'm telling you, there are some chicks who don't drink. There's some girls I don't talk to. And they're the same girls. Yeah. They fall in the same category. Trixie, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's going on, Trixie? Hey, sweetie. What do you got? Um, you were talking about, um, I just want to talk about how me and my fiance hooked up. We were friends for five years before we started dating, and uh, he moved into a new apartment, and I do drink. Uh, so every time I would go over and just hang out in a friendly way, because we had never hooked up before, I would, you know, we'd be drinking a few beers here or there. And um, one night we we both got uh plastered and is what started it off is um a lot of physical touching and everything but biting he started biting on me just flirting and playing around a lot so i bit him back and uh now we're engaged wow so it all just started from the two of you being hungry which i think is really a very nice heartwarming story thank you trixie and speaks a lot of your uh weight come on guys i've seen the pictures of her and she's so hot you're just angry. 
Right? Why am I angry? Bateman insists biting and scratching the way to go. Yeah, definitely. Really? Yeah. You guys keep mixing all this like crazy hurt stuff with pleasure. It, it, biting and scratching is not like a pain thing. I just associate it with trying to escape. I'm trying to escape from being mauled, so I'm going to bite and scratch you. That's what I well, would... That, they're mauling you back almost. No. Well, then be with a dog. A pit bull will maul you back. Yeah, but a pit bull doesn't have that sweet temple. What? Sweet, sweet temple. Come here. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Just stop. Uh, 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven. <laughs> Triple eight. Uh, 978-1041. I forgot the phone number. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I am tired. Tired. I don't know why. You didn't do anything today. I literally did nothing. What, Chunks? Do you think maybe, I've noticed, the weather in D.C. was a lot different, and it's been consistently kind of dreary here. you think that's affecting us at all? Because I've noticed all four of us kind of seem like, I know Tommy didn't wake up till late. You know what I think it is? And I think, and it may sound like BS, I genuinely do believe it's a little bit of the weather, just that our bodies weren't used to the heat. Even though I'm from Texas, I spent a lot of time in Michigan, a lot of time in D.C., I think now being down here in the heat, it takes a little bit of an adjustment. What do you think, Putin and Hooch? You guys are from here. Is that something legitimate? Yeah, that happened to me when we moved from Philadelphia down here. Like, And we moved down in the wintertime when it was terrible. So, like, it was always dreary, and it just wasn't like that up north. And uh, definitely the humidity gets to you, and it makes you kind of, like, almost, I want to say, lazy. Like, it just doesn't make you want to do anything. Because I, I even remember this. Uh, growing up in Dallas, when I would go visit my mom in Houston, mm-hmm. I could equate this weather a lot to, like, the weather in Houston. I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't even leave the house in Houston. That's why I conquered Dragon Warrior, Final Fantasy, Alien vs. Predator. A lot of video games and extra chins uh, that developed during those summers in Houston. Yeah, last night I uh, beat Backyard Wrestling too. Congratulations. Yeah. All right, Cosnator said, if biting got you laid, Matt Albert would be Don Juan. I think it has to be with a chick. Yeah, you can't be biting a chicken bone. Why be racist? That's not a racist that thing. That was so a racist thing. You've just oh, been... Oh, shut it. <laughs> you've been racist all night. His mom makes great chicken. What? First thing that popped in my head. You know she does. She's never made chicken for us. Yes, she has. Why don't you just go ahead and call her Aunt Jemima then? What's wrong with you? I've never seen her. You're so incredibly hateful. I'm not hateful. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know what? I'm excited. Oh, hold on a second. Chris may be able to help us out. Chris, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. What do you got, Chris? Hey, F.A., I, I got to agree with you about the uh, the weather down here, man. I just moved here from Vermont, and I've just been hibernating inside of my house with the uh, the air conditioning on. Oh, really? It's, oh, yeah. It's, I, I, it's, it's good to know that, if, that maybe it's not just us, because there are a lot of transplants, a lot of people who will move up north to down here, and I just wonder if it's the same thing that they're dealing with. I I'd have to assume so, man. It, it, it's 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 uh, it's it's just this uh, comfort of cold air. I mean, it, and, I, and I understand what you're saying. Thank you, buddy. Um, it's just one. And you know the other thing too. Like I'll turn off the air in my apartment, mm-hmm. and it'll get to like nine. It'll get like ninety in my apartment sometimes, and it gets so hot 
that my um, alarm starts beeping. It goes, my alarm, like for the security, begins beeping every like 20 seconds. Because of the heat in yeah, the place. Yeah, because of the heat in the place, it like does something with the wires. And last night, I'm not kidding you, I had it at like 75, 77. That was still too hot. And that's probably why I'm so tired. I couldn't sleep because every 30 seconds, I'm not kidding you, just beep, beep, beep from the heat screwing with the, the wires or the humidity or something. All right, Drop says it's not the heat. It's the humidity that's draining you guys. You know what'll help? Meth. Just get a little bit of that, and we won't even feel the humidity anymore. We'll be A-OK. Putin's having a, a fit back here now. What's going? What's wrong? Talk. It's it's not the heat. It's the humidity. That phrase. That's what we just said. That's yeah. That's that phrase is awful. What? I just. So are you. You what? know what? <laughs> care. What's so what what? Why is it? Because every summer, everyone in Florida says that. Hey, you know it's not the heat. It's the humidity. Have you ever? <laughs> I swear to God, by the end of the summer, is this your first summer here? You'll kill people for saying that phrase. But have you ever been somewhere where it's dry? Yes, and it's beautiful. And here, it doesn't matter if you sweat because it won't dry. Because it's already wet outside. <laughs> I hate it here. Why do you hate it here? I don't, I don't know. I'm having a bad night. My emotional intelligence regressed to that of a two-year-old, and I want to throw a tantrum about something. Was it that time of month again? You got a little itchy down there? Did I not just say I'm feeling like a two-year-old? What happens when you tease a two-year-old? No, I don't mean two-year-old. I mean a bitch. Bangs its head against the wall? I don't know. Do you want me to? Because I will. Uh, Piece a penny? Yeah, bang your head against the wall. That'll make us feel better. Hey, Putin, before you start hitting your head against the wall... Oh, he's... Wow. How about we just hit you with the with the wolfle ball bat if it's that bad? All right, somebody has some words of encouragement here for you. They say, don't worry, it'll all pass. Um, it's the heat, not the humidity that's making you crazy. Yeah. Not the humidity for you. It's just the heat. <laughs> He's so angry. That was the angriest take a break sign I've ever seen. Right, let's take a break. Come on. Dude, you know what I'm so excited about? Hmm. The Devil's Rejects. The new Rob Zombie flick that's coming out. The uh, sequel to House of a Thousand Corpses. But I saw something where Zombie has this fear of clowns. Yeah, I, I saw that. That uh, Actually, Ronald McDonald... It was Ronald McDonald? Yeah, that started his uh, like deep-rooted fear of clowns. Uh, we got that, and Tommy says he has a great game show that he wants to play. So a lot of that's still coming up. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. And if Putin's kind of having a bad day, so if you wanted to give him some words of encouragement, that'd be great, too. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tefe and Dubs, 407-916-1041, Star-1041 and singular wireless phones. Weather guy, you're in the Hideout Row Radio. Hi. What's going on, Weather guy? I can't hear you. Use a cloud. Um, I was just uh, calling. I heard your debate about uh, the weather. You got a little problem? What, what's the little problem going on? Something about you guys are having problem getting used to the weather here in Florida? Uh... Putin says that there's an issue, um, that he hates the something, weather, humidity. He hates the heat, the humidity. Something. Oh, well, you know, everyone knows that uh, the problem isn't the heat. 
It's the humidity. That that that's what that's what that that's what makes things uncomfortable. That's oh. what, that's what makes you uncomfortable, and uh, you can become sleepy. So from it's that. the humidity. Yeah, it's the humidity. Definitely, every 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 moron knows that. So it's but it's not the heat. No, absolutely not the heat. It's not the heat. It's the humidity. Simple. Just remember, it's not the heat. It's the humidity. Not heat, humidity. Both start with H, but still, not heat, humidity. You get that, Putin? I just wanted to make, because the weather guy seems like he cleared it up. So, thank you, weather guy. Any, any final words for Putin? Yeah, you're, you're a dumbass. A, a, any, any, anyone should know that it's not the heat, it's the humidity. Just remember that. I want, I want you to close your eyes real quick. Close your eyes, Putin. Are you uh, closing your eyes, Putin? And just clear your thought except for this. Not the heat, humidity. It's the humidity, not the heat. You can reverse it around if you want. You can reverse it. He's trying to answer phone calls. He's just trying to ignore this guy on the phone. Oh, hold on. Let me say it a little louder. You guys have uh, something called monitors in your booth? Turn that up a little bit. Not the heat. It's the humidity. Not the heat. It's the humidity. Or it's the humidity, not the heat. Humidity, not heat. You got you got that poontan? You got it? He's not even gonna talk back now. Loser. Thank you, weather guy. You're welcome. That was just nice. Trying to clear all of that up. Uh four oh seven nine one six one oh four one and triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. Speaking of needing clearing up, I need someone to find out information on this fast. Our buddy Giant Brian. Yeah. Sent me an email just a second ago because I was talking about MySpace and how he won't add me. He said that the Republicans just bought, like Fox News just bought MySpace. Oh, really? For like $580 million. Damn it! Knew it. I knew you were contributing to an evil organization. Oh, my God. He says, Tom, the dude who runs, it's now a millionaire. It came out yesterday in the news. I'm done. You're not going to use it anymore? Dubs, you said what could keep, keep me from uh, MySpace, Rupert Murdoch owning it, is what's going to keep me from it. Yeah, Hooch. I don't believe that's true. I believe uh, Tom definitely said he was never going to sell MySpace, and that was in a press release like a week ago. All right, I need you yeah, to but a lot of money can uh, sway your position. Everybody can be bought. You gotta listen to the million dollar man. See, the reason Tom isn't on my friends list, I, I d- deleted him immediately when I first signed up for MySpace like two years ago. Uh, and he doesn't return any of our emails. He's like, yeah, I'll come on the show. And then I'm like, all right, what day do you want to do it? And then I never hear back from him. All right, if this is true, I'm gonna need a little help. Screw you, Tom. See you in hell, bastard. 407-916-104. You know what, though, there in hell, it is the heat and not the humanity. Yeah. He won't even dry look heat up. There. He's just typing. He won't even look up. He's like, I don't even hear anything. Chris, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Chris? What's up, guys? How you doing? All right. What's up? Ah, uh, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I just flipped on. I just got in my car and I just heard somebody talking about the humidity. Last this past weekend, I, uh, I was back up there. I back up in Virginia. I spent the weekend in Falls Church. Right. And it's uh, just as bad up there, I think. So it's it's but it's not so it's the humidity there too, not the heat. No, it is. It's the humidity everywhere. But I mean, it, dude, I've spent a lot of time up there. I mean, I'm from there, and it's just I don't think it's any worse here than it is down there. Huh? I mean, humidity's everywhere. That's okay. yeah. All right, except for El Paso. When I was in El Paso, 
I actually think it was more humid back there than here. Yeah, at least it rains here. Putin, do you want to have you, people want to talk to you, man? They want to lose words of encouragement. But you need to talk back. Jeff Arena, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Jeff Arena? Hi, Vintito Papi. I never feel good here in the heat until chunks made me wear spring printed douche. I always Listen, feel you mean you're not the heat. You mean you're not the heat. I feel you can't pressed ignore me, ass. What is it about us? You mean you're not heat. What are you doing back there, Chunks? Just yelling. He just comes over and rips his headphones off and starts yelling at Adam. You notice that we're such good friends. <laughs> we find the one thing that pisses off Putin, and we keep poking and prodding at it. Hot. When are you gonna, are you going to move then, Putin? Are you going to uh, finally ditch that uh, ball, ball and chain, chain, crazy eyes, and move off to like Seattle or something? Do something real nice with your life? <laughs> Yeah, Seattle. No. Because uh, there it just rains. You don't have to worry about heat or humidity. Yeah, that's that's great. Where would you ideally like to leave? Uh, live? The moon, away from people and this and humidity and air. Because I don't really like air either. How about we put you in a box? Can I have a bubble? Yeah. Yeah, why don't you be bubble boy? Okay. Would you be a bubble boy? I'd be a bubble boy. We'd do it. Bubble boy boy. What? Uh, people are telling me it is true about Murdoch buying MySpace. I'm done. I have to be done with MySpace. Yeah, if you're just going to keep on feeding the, uh, I the ref- machine. I refuse to feed the machine. Oh, this is heartbreaking. Oh, boy. If I ever see you on it again. Hold on a second. He's sending me info. Oh, it's a long-ass press release. Should I read it all? It's very no. important breaking news. No, I don't want to hear about it. You already said well, all the news we said. It was sold to Rupert Murdoch. It is. It's so true. It's so goddamn true. All right, I'm done. I'm out. I'm going to delete Without my- Rupert Murdoch, though, there would be no you know, 21 Jump Street or Married with Children in the world. Or 24. Oh. Yeah, you do love FX, don't you? Yes. That's probably not enough to get you out. No, what do I care who owns it? I'm not paying anything. Yeah, but then pretty soon we're going to start getting uh, messages and bulletins on how I have a delete button. How we got to follow the leader. What? And we can't question anything. Like on this show? (laughs) (laughs) Shh. That's our secret. That was creepy. (laughs) That's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'm only happy when it rains. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. You notice you have more boogers here? <laughs> no. Mine are a different kind of texture here. The worst are when you're in the desert. Yeah, they're dry. Yeah, and you get a lot of, like, crusties. Yeah, like a box of Trisket crackers up there. Here it's more like it's um 
Slimy? Nah, like pencil erasers. Rubber. Yeah, rubbery. What, Putin? I read an interesting article about boogers the other day in an Australian <laughs> health journal. Uh, it, apparently doctors over there think it's a good idea to uh, eat them. Why? Come here, because then. Because it's good for your health. Come here. No, I'm not eating yours. Come here. No. See how he says no? Will you eat yours? Sure. Alright, I want you to pick your nose right now. No. I want to hear you picking your nose. Get in there. Get in there deep. Ow. I'm kind of clean right now. Hang I on. I got one for you. Alright, did you get it? Not yet. Hang on. There's one. I got it. Ow. Why is it shouldn't hurt? This is going to be a bleeder. <laughs> Alright, Putin, now eat it. Oh, oh, you're so dirty. Oh. You're an ass. They're Ugh. actually kind of sweet and taste kind of good. Okay. Ew. <laughs> they really said that in a journal online? Yeah, well, the thing is, it's the natural bacteria in the... In okay, the... shut up. All right. Oh, this man meat in front of me is looking pretty good. That's what you want next. Mike, you're in the hideout on the radio. It's the humidity, you floppy. I didn't get that. I heard some about about heat and humidity. That's (laughs) all I heard. Well, that's the important part. Anthony, you're in the hot on real radio. What's up, Anthony? Hi, how's it going, guys? What's up, bro? Um, I was just calling because uh, you're talking about some Republican about MySpace. Yeah, the Republican, Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch, yeah. Well, my reason I was calling in was because there's a lot of websites that you know there's a lot there's a lot of Democrats on MySpace. A lot of people that that say they hate Bush and all that on MySpace. So, you know, it's like, who cares that this guy bought it? You know what I mean? Well, here's... And a friend of mine just brought up an interesting point on IM. Like, what would he want with that? Yeah. You know what I think it is? Young, impressionable minds. Younger people tend to be on there. I don't think it has anything to do with political agenda. I don't either. I think it's a marketing thing. Yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of money there. It's a complete marketing thing. However, through that marketing and through the media that he owns... That's where you tend to see a lot of the political views kind of slipped in. Now, uh, Matt Albert asks, is Rupert Murdoch going to be everyone's friend? <laughs> yeah, is he going to be, instead of Tom, the first guy you see when you go into MySpace? Tom's a dick. And Matt, <laughs> and Matt also asks, or says, Rupert doesn't have that friendly, quote-unquote, questionably gay smile that Tom does. Yeah, he... What's with that picture he has on there, too? He's gay. Stop, you don't he's an know. Ass. Not mean like gay gay, but he's like... Well, don't use a derogatory there. All right, he's a big fag. How you like that? No, <laughs> I'm dumping that too. Come on, I don't like that word. I don't like that word. Online people heard it. You're welcome, online people. Realradio.fm. <laughs> all right, now, all right, I, I hit a nerve, apparently, with the booger picking. Do you guys pick while driving? Giant Brian says that's the best time. You can get 10 picks per two blocks. You know what I used to do to keep myself awake when driving when I was doing a long commute from Lansing to Ann Arbor every day? Punch yourself in the junk? That sometimes I would love to pick my nose hair. It turned into a little game of picking my nose hair because, A, it would help you. It would give you something to do, but, B, it would keep you awake because you have the pain of picking your nose hair. See, it doesn't hurt me like everybody else. Like, I, I hear people, whenever they pick their nose hair, they, like, their eyes get watery. Mine just come right out. I get a fistful, too. There's nothing dirtier than nose hair, man. I, I didn't really start having it bad until a couple of years ago. I'm starting to get ear hair. Oh, God. 
That's disgusting. It is, but I don't know what the, you know what I need. I honestly need this, and I feel Electrolysis? like Electrolysis? I feel like an old man, dude. I need an ear, nose, like electric trimmer or something. Why don't you just get it permanently removed? Can you do that in your ear? Yeah, definitely. Testro says Bateman looks like he should be Tom's little brother. He's banned. I love Destro. You can't do that. He fights for our country. Uh, this is our buddy Bizarro Jesus who has uh, hooked us up uh, the last couple of Tuesday nights over at the Blue Room downtown. You got more info? What's up, Bizarro? Hey, get a couple things. First of all, about the MySpace thing, uh, it looks like it definitely is true. Uh, it, 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 despite what Tom may say about not wanting to sell things, like everyone knows when money put, gets put in your face, you tend to make rather different decisions. But uh, even more so than that, if you're concerned about uh, funding your money through uh, Republican sources, uh-huh. I'd be more concerned about that AOL Instant Messenger you're using because America Online is one of the biggest supporters of the Republican National Committee. Oh, boy. Well, you know, and really, when you, when you think about it, too, Bizarro Jesus, I mean, everything is. Now you're talking yourself back into MySpace. All, all, all big business, man. All the big business spin, spin, spin. goes that way. Thank you, Bizarro Jesus. That a way to uh, depress me. You're right. I can't leave it now. I'd have to be kicked off. Rupert will. He will. Because you know what my picture is up right there, right now in MySpace? It's that W photo where he's pointing at you in the Uncle Sam hat saying, I want your blood for oil. Yeah, he's going to put down into that. All of a sudden, that image is going to be copywritten, and I'm not going to be able to keep it up there anymore. Is this Bildo? Yo! What's, What's up, up Bildo? What's up, Bildo? What's happening, dude? What do you got? Ah, uh, man, it's great when you're driving down the road, and uh, you pull up next to some old soccer mom. You're in there knuckle deep, picking your nose. <laughs> Take a good look at it, look over at her. Oh, the face is priceless. Now, I don't know if I've ever told you guys about this. Um, I used to have a booger collection in my car, in my Jeep that my my stepbrother, who we talked to earlier in the show, AJ, I had a Jeep, and I would take off the doors in my Jeep Wrangler. And I would pick my nose and rub it underneath my seat. Your, your actual seat or... Yes, the, oh, okay. the actual of the Jeep. Oh, okay. Usually it's reverse. If I'm rubbing underneath that seat, then I go to my nose. Um, you got to check, make sure you're clean. But I uh, I had this collection over a course of, as long as I had the Jeep, so from like 93 to 99, about six years, I had this booger collection that was just... It was like the Himalayas. It was like it was an entire like ah. for, formation of like mountains and stuff. You're an animal. You look disgusted. I am. I can see picking your nose, getting it all out of there, but keeping it. I'm gonna start doing that here in the real radio studio. A little present for me, Russ, Jim Phillips, Shannon. No, Shannon uses a different chair. He's got that bigger chair that he uh. sits up on. All right, now AJ says, no wonder I can't get laid. It's the snot all up underneath the Jeep. You never did that? No, I've never kept a booger. Never. I didn't mean for the conversation to go this way, but I I thought I told you that before. No, you've told me. It just disgusts me every time. Every time it hits me by surprise. And I remember how disgusting you really are. 
I'm not kidding, man. It, it, AJ told me it took him days to clean that seat. Oh, I'm because sure. Because what happens when you get one and it's of a certain texture and you put it under there and you're driving in a Jeep with the doors off. It dries. It's a whole drying process. And imagine that for six years. I'm sure you had to pick it. Yeah, with like an ice pick or yeah, something? I'm sure he was like, you know, chipping for gold. Now oh, those are the good old days. I need another Jeep. Let me see if they got one at Thurston's. I'm sure they can find one for you. I bet they would. Mike Dogan here in the hideout on Road Radio. What's going on? Hey, I used to build booger goblins and save them in my closet. Don't feel alone, okay? Booger goblins. That's just, that's a dirty phrase. All right, let's take a break and come back. I meant to actually talk about this like 30 minutes ago, this Rob Zombie thing. Yeah, how he is afraid of clowns. And this fear that he has. And I guess so deep-rooted it's from uh, Ronald McDonald when he was a uh, child. All right, we'll talk talk about that next in the hideout. All right, no more booger calls. (laughs) Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs Wednesday night. Come on into the hideout. Don't be uh, don't be afraid. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. I can't wait for this Devils rejects. Yeah. Because um I I own House of a Thousand Corpses, the Rob Zombie first mm-hmm. like horror flick. That took him a long time to get it out there for everybody. And I understand why there why a lot of the because I guess he made it, and he had trouble getting a studio to pick it up. Yeah. Because it's it's out there. I mean, it's it's really I, – I love it. I think it's a great flick. And somebody – I loved it so much for Christmas. Somebody got me, like, a couple of the action figurines, mm-hmm. which I'm not normally into, but I got the one of uh, – I forgot the character's name, but the clown guy, whoever he is. And um, I just love – so I love the movie. So he had clowns in that movie. Be- that was one of the sc- a kind of a clown MC kind of a bit, but yeah, he did. And um, but apparently Rob Zombie says that he he blames Ronald McDonald for his clown dislike. He says he has an intense dislike for clowns and blames it all <laughs> on a childhood encounter with a man dressed as uh as Ronald McDonald. Well, I mean, I always find it odd how places, big corporations, put out these uh, mascots in their commercials, and a lot of them tend to be creepy. Well, I think that's because creepy also equals memorable. I mean, look at our mascot, Chunks. He's the one that goes out and does stuff for us and represents us, like on the Monsters and out of various gigs. Yeah, he's very, very creepy. All right, here's what Zombie says. Clowns are just pathetic, and they're disgusting. They're always filthy. They're horrible. I don't have a fear of clowns. No, I don't have a uh, clown fear at all. Somebody was telling me um, they think that clowns, being afraid of clowns, is just an attention-getting device. Who said that? One, one of the, you really you believe that Putin? Yes, sir. What did you read something on it? Was that the second entry uh, behind the booger study? <laughs> no, it was uh, another article, another health journal from somewhere. And what? So they say it's a lie. No, that's that's I lied. 
but I didn't read it in an article. That's just my belief. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, how can you just get... All right, turn your mic off. Turn your mic off. I'm writing down. At the end of the night, and we're doing the punishment for all the hate calls and everything. That gets you three hits with the Wolfle Ball bat. And all of you are going to line up in a row. Chunks, Hooch, and Putin. And we're just going to hit you with the Wolf Ball bat during the out music. Come on. All right, what's another creepy, like... The mascots? Well, I mean, even Grimace. That Which big, one? The oh, big that awesome purple McDonald's? one. Yeah, a big purple one. He, no one knew what he was. He didn't have to be anything, though. That was the beauty of him. He was Grimace. And Grimace isn't something you usually associate with being positive, is it? No. A Grimace usually isn't the look on your face you want after you eat a burger, you know? Hey, remember when we did that one live gig uh, in D.C.? And we had our old intern, uh, Ogre. And by, Dressed up like a clown? And I literally mean old. He was like in his 40s. I love him, though. He's a great guy. And uh, we dressed him up as a clown just to be sitting there walking, kind of like the Black Santa thing that we did at Slow and Low. Mm-hmm. And it really, really creeped people out. Yeah, there's people, a lot of people out there with the clown fear. And they, so a couple people left the bar because well, of Ogre. The whole thing was, wasn't this that schizophrenic guy with the, the two personalities that we had on the show? Right. he freaked out by clowns, and that's why we did it? Oh, yeah, Private Pile See came. See if he'd go insane and kill people. <laughs> oh, that is why we ended up doing it at the live gig. You know what really creeped me out? Those little furry Quiznos things. We like the subs because they're good to us. They got a pepper bar. Well, I think the uh, new Quiznos baby is also a little creepy too. Oh, I like him. Or it's just like an—it's like he has that old man disease. Yeah, but he's still a baby. He's talking like a you know like a grown guy. Hmm, I'm trying to think of what other ones. Remember the Noid from Domino's? Yeah, you know what the Noid was? What it was supposed to be? The burnt bubble in your pizza. Avoid the Noid. There's lo- no burnt bubbles in our pizza. I love a burnt bubble. Me too. That's my, the crust is the favorite part of the pizza for me. No, crust second good. The burnt bubble is the best part. Like the big cheese bubble is burnt right there. And that was their whole thing. Avoid the Noid. Avoid the big burn bubble. Hmm. Uh, you know what? Yeah, because when you get one of those bubbles up near the crust, mm-hmm. that's when you know you hit the jackpot with a pizza. Yeah, and it's all like crunchy and everything. The, the, one of the later ones is remember those I put a spell on you commercials, those Levi ones, and it's the mannequin, and the mannequin's just staring at him everywhere because he took the uh, last pair of jeans and it was on the mannequin. Yeah. Oh, and the mannequin would follow him around? Yeah, the mannequin was following him around. You saw the mannequin in a crowd, and then at the end you see the mannequin at his window while he's sleeping. Like the whole stalking thing never does any good. No. In a, in a commercial. That's just not the way you want to go, I think. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on any singular wireless phones. I'm trying to think if there were any other, like, commercial things that really creeped me out as a kid. The honeycomb's craving. Yeah. Another furry guy. Yeah. Honeycombs, honeycombs, me want honeycombs. Oh, God, stop. I don't remember that one. How could you not? I genuinely don't remember that one, no. Well, that was only probably like, what, four or five years ago. Yeah, if not more recent. I mean, it's just the brown furry thing that just ran around saying, honeycomb, honeycomb, me want honeycomb. It just sounded like you know what it wanted. Somebody decisive. Nah, but it had big eyes. I mean, just like crazy 
sick eyes. Yeah, he looked like one of those little Pomeranian dogs. Hmm. Playing with your little buttocks. There's somebody who knows what he wants. <laughs> what about Big Boy? Bob's Big Boy? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's he's just standing there really big with that burger. Now, have you ever gone to Big Boy and ordered a burger? Never. Always. That's not what I'm usually looking for when I go to Big Boy. Always the breakfast yeah. buffet. That's odd, because they have a, a kid out there with a burger, but you never they never really you know say, hey, we're the place for burgers. Yeah, it's, you wouldn't you normally think it's a burger thing. I hear you. Pepe the PP King here in the hideout on Rural Radio. <laughs> hey, guys. What do you got? The one commercial that really creeps me out is that goddamn Burger King, man. Oh, like the, the one with the dude. The, the actual, king? The actual king. Now, I'll tell you, the, fun, the the last commercial that I genuinely laughed at and thought it was hilarious was a Burger King commercial where the dork, because I guess they're doing a whole, like, office kind of scenario. Yeah. And this uber nerd is trying to feed the cardboard cutout of Jessica Alba from from the, from the Fantastic Four. Oh, like, really? Like, he's on a date, and he's giving her french fries with ketchup, and it's just smearing all over her face, and so he's, like, licking it off. It is the funniest, creepiest commercial ever. I love it. Now, with that king, with the big king, I, when they were trying to push the whole uh, Star Wars thing, there was one where the king walks up to Darth Vader with a burger, and they're just breathing real heavy at each other. And nothing is said during the whole commercial. It's just the... I have a major problem with those commercials, man. Yeah? They, they cheapen Star Wars. They destroy Darth Vader. I No, the, mo- the last movie... me. The last movie destroyed Darth Vader. Well, yeah, but I blinked that part out of my mind. So I don't know what part you're talking about, but yeah. No. Why? Do you know... Does the Sugar Crisp Bear... Uh... Creepy out? The who? The sugar crisp I, I, bear. I love sugar golden crisp. Can't get enough of that sugar crisp. No, I don't. That one doesn't bother me. That no, one, no. The, the old, probably seventy-five-year-old bear trying to sell you sugar cereal. It's better than him trying to touch me. Oh well, the they lead you in with uh, sugar stuff. Come here, I got candy for you. It's nice and sweet. I'm a big bear stud, bear stud, bear stud. Isolate it. Take a quick break and we'll come back. I'm just thinking about other. All right, now. All right, so clowns creeped out Rob Zombie. What creeps you out, Dubs? The, what, like, image of something really, really, like, gives you the uh, the ooga woogas? Let me think over that. All right, we'll take a br- quick break. We'll come back. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Music's a lot better. Loving it. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am a high fellow. J Dubs. 407 star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. Uh, let's go to Scott. Scott's been holding through the break. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, the Christmas rats are bad, but that baby just freaks me out because my brother's had a baby a month ago. I look at him, I think he's looking at me and go, mmm, tasty. <laughs> Sorry, that, you may have your own issues with that. 
That may be going to a whole nother level. <laughs> if a baby's looking at you going, mmm, tasty. Uh-oh. Yeah. Check yourself into the hospital. But no, Scott, I actually know what you mean. Um, and I was th- I was really racking my brain during the commercials. Yeah, trying to figure out what creeped you out. Like something where I look at it and I'm, not a fear, but something where I look. This gives you the Uggs. I'm, I got prizes, man. I'm going to give out prizes if you can do, if you can give me something that creeps me out. 407-916-1041, Like an everyday kind of, like clowns for some people are it. Well, that's not really an everyday thing, but I have one that, uh, isn't everyday, but you can, you can come in contact with them fairly regularly. Penguins. What? If you go to the zoo, I can't go to the penguin area. Just because of that crazy doobie doobie doo, uh, butt ice penguin. Uh. That thing was another thing about stalking. Where you had that goddamn penguin following you everywhere you go. Doobie doobie doo. The thing about the Burger King commercial that was brought up earlier that freaks me out is just that he's like looking in everyone's window like it's no big deal. He's just outside waiting for well, you. He, Boy, that doesn't sound like any producer we know. He's just outside a, your window. You're on the third floor. He's out there. Come on! You ass. He's out there waiting outside the window with a delicious uh, breakfast sandwich for you. I wish someone would greet me yeah. with a croissant sandwich every morning. That's your new job, Hooch. Congratulations, you've been up to food deliverer from intern. In the morning. The other scary thing that's like an everyday occurrence is like when someone's like waiting into your car and they just want to slit your Achilles okay, and attack stop. you. That's you too. That's you too. And then there's, have you heard about the uh, Orlando Rope Wrangler? Huh? There's this guy who runs around and just like lassos people and has this rope on their back okay, at all times. Okay, that's me. That's my own personal OCD. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You should be really freaked out by him then. You should hear the stuff he does after he has you tied stop, up. Stop, dude. Come on. Roped all around. <laughs> all right, Hot 92 says dwarves creep him out. Dwarves don't creep me out. Oh, it, that does that to a lot of people. Destro says the Sesame Street aliens. I don't remember the aliens. Did you like that show? Sesame Street? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was a kid. I loved it. You probably liked um, the dude in the garbage. Oscar. Oscar the Grouch? Not a big Oscar fan. I was a big... Uh, I liked his friend Chad. I liked his... Uh... <laughs> You're such an ass. That is so inside. <laughs> that is so inside. <laughs> I did like the worms that were with him, though. <laughs> I liked Oscar. I was, he was my favorite character. Cookie Monster is great, but now they're not even uh, having to eat as many cookies anymore. He's eating snacks like uh, fruit, uh, fresh fruit and vegetables. What? Yeah. On Sesame Street, I like that little uh, known character known as the, uh, I think it was the uh, Duke of Muppet Street. There's a little known character there. Right. I mean, Are you talking about the Count? Yeah, that's what it was. I'm sorry, I totally messed up. I thought it was Duke. Four or seven, nine, six, the cricket sound at least Tommy's is funny when it's inside. All right, if I can agree with the something that creeps you out, because I'm thinking there's not much there. I was really trying hard to think about it in the commercial break. Then I'll give you a prize because we got great stuff. France Ferdinand, we got the uh, WWE basketball. I want one of those basketball jerseys, by the way. Uh, Watermania, uh, golf, Twin Rivers Golf Club. What do you got? Jen, ladies first in the hideout. What's up? Hey, I have a problem with that Taco Bell dog. It's not so much that he freaks me out, but it's the fact that an animal's trying to sell me food. 
Well, you know, that happens. Animals trying to sell you animals. It's odd, huh? <laughs> that is actually really <laughs> weird when you think about it. I, I, I'm going to disagree with that one and not go with that one, Jen. I did have racial issues Why? with a Taco Bell dog. Why? I don't want to get into it now. It was a really big thing for me, like me in college. I even, that was one of the few things I actually kind of started a movement about. Ew. I start many movements after Taco Bell, but it's nothing with a dog. I just thought it was oh. incredibly racist. Well, how slow are you tonight, retard? <laughs> He's on the 16-second delay back there, too. I guess he is. <laughs> Andrea, you're in the hideout on Real Radio? Yes, how you guys doing? All What's right, up? what do you got, baby? Um, I got that amazing uh, M&M commercial where the girl lays on her belly and she does. She look, looks like she's possessed. Hmm. I don't. Yeah, but the M&Ms don't creep me out though. I'm like looking for you something know what? specific. You know what? The one M&M commercial that did creep me out is where the the peanut M&M is actually eating M&Ms oh. and they're screaming as they're going down his throat. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen? Speaking of Latin things and commercials. Have you seen the commercial for Starburst where it's like a mariachi band in your mouth? And he <laughs> no. and so he eats one of the Starbursts and they actually show a mariachi band in the uh, in his mouth. And then the mariachi band like starts going down the esophagus and it turns into like this whole tragedy where they're getting eaten and swallowed. And it's just Starburst they have really good commercials. It's really really funny. And it's just some white dude. It's just some white dude eating a mariachi band. <laughs> eating Mexicans. Hmm. I like that. Uh, it's like you. <laughs> I like that Starburst commercial. I don't really know why, where they put it in the slingshot and they uh, right, hit the up. guy with it, and then that other guy runs up. Everybody's seen that. Starburst, yes. What, do you like it for the racist? Uh... It's not racist. I'm doing a dead-on impersonation of the guy who ate the Starburst. Can I take the pubes? Yes. What? Can I take the pubes? Yeah, hooch. Kind of like along the same lines of what Dub was saying. There was that Popeyes commercial Who's where Doug. Dubs. <laughs> oh, go back to the Jeff and Doug show. You know the Popeyes um, commercial where it's like two shrimp in the ocean, and the, the husband's like, "Hey, look, I got some popcorn chicken for dinner," and the wife's like, "That's not popcorn chicken, it's popcorn shrimp." And then they're like, oh, "Where are the kids?" And they think they ate their kids. That's so <laughs> creepy. That's really funny, actually. What's that one commercial of the fish sitting on like the swing? And the little girl goes to touch it, and the mom grabs her real quick. I have no idea what that one is. It's like for some fish sticks or something, or maybe even Long John Silver. All right, 407-916-1041, Okay, all right, here's some people. I'm going to run through these real fast okay. on whether or not I agree with you if this is creepy or not, because the phone lines are all lit up. Vicky, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Ladies first. Hey what, do, what do you got, Vicky? I get creeped out by eating noises. When people are eating, and they're just like the smacking and the slurping. And the you know what? You're a winner. You're absolutely... Stop, Dubs. Damn, come on, man. All right, I'm taking off my headphones. Hold on, Vicky. Stop. That's so... It really annoys me. I'm sorry. I'm just uh, finishing up something. We're on the radio. You're in front of a microphone. I'm going to ask you to stop politely. Now I'm going to ask you meanly. Stop. Jimmy, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, dude. I get kind of creeped out by, like, monkeys. I was in a mall once. <laughs> they had a bunch of monkeys... I was just worried they're gonna like, break out of their cage and like okay. start slapping people's arms off. I, I'm, the monkeys don't get me. And why would you go with the racist bit, Dubs? Tonight, mm. all night, you've been offensive. <sighs> Take my headphones off. Hmm, reminds me of something else. 
<laughs> Alan, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, dude, I know why he's scared of the penguins, man. Why? Because, man, that big old penguin on uh, Billy Madison, it was chasing Billy around. Oh, yeah, that one was creepy, too. That's a great movie. Sandler, you know what? I didn't. You've fallen so far. 51st Dates was terrible. I loved it. Really? Oh. That was one of the few movies I've ever thought that What's-Her-Name's hot. Drew Barrymore. I actually called HBO and paid them to stop playing it that night. So I'll give you 50 bucks extra on my bill if you just cut it off right now. Jeremy, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Trying to see if I agree with you, if it creeps me out or not. Oh, I know you're going to agree with me, man. It's, it's listening to Chunks' voice on the radio, man. Totally gives me the willies. You win. Hold on. That's absolutely a winner. All right, we got to get more of these. 407-916-104. Stop, Dobbs. Come on, man. Ow. How's that? Ow. How do you get hurt by it? You little butt hicks. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hang All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Half and Dubs giving out prizes. Call and win. 407 888-978-1041. Or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Because I was thinking... um. There's not too much out there that really... Because some people have a fear of clowns. Yours is condiments, white condiments. Yeah, white condiments really ugh me. But just something that you find really, <sighs> really creepy. And it could be anything. It doesn't have to be like a commercial yeah, or a commercial can, character. Even though that penguin is creepy as hell. Uh, Empty Howie, long time no talk, back in the hideout. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, Hefe Dubs? How are y'all? All right. You know what really creeps me out, dude? Hmm. The orange man from Syracuse, the mascot. Okay. I don't know why, but for oh, some reason, yeah. seeing a big orange ball running around on the field rooting on a bunch of dudes kind of creeps me out a little bit. Um, I, I can't agree with that one. But I can see where you're coming from there, because is, that is like the creepiest college mascot. I don't know what's uh, creepier. I don't know. I went to Texas Tech, and the Yosemite Sam bit is odd. Yeah. You know what really... Pisses me off. Doesn't creep me out. Pisses me off. A mascot without a like a real big foam uniform, like the one for Notre Dame. I don't think a normal person and just wearing a costume should be a mascot. You need maybe bigger. Really? Yeah. Do you like the mascots who have like two different things? Where like, like a hermaphrodite? Well, no. They're a bear maybe one moment and then the, then they turn into like a superhero the next. No. Stick with one bit. You, you confuse the kids. Yeah. I like Rory. Adam. Adam, you're in the hideout on Rory. Right Lions here. mascot. Yeah, I got one that's really creepy. It's a commercial that uh, Slim Jim Man, the one where he's bouncing around inside the stomach with stomach acid steaming <laughs> all around it. Uh, oh. <laughs> that's actually, it's a funny one. I don't know. It doesn't creep me out, but it makes me laugh. For, for a while, they were kind of intersplicing that guy. With Macho Man Randy Savage. They had both of them in the same thing. Snap into it. Oh, yeah. Norlanda, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Huh? What do you got? Talk. Laughing? Beat it. You're a dumb whore. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you you got on the radio, honey, because you called and you waited on hold for 15 minutes. Hello? What? Who is this? It's the hideout. Why are you Why? calling? I can't hear you. How'd you get this number? I don't want to buy any magazines, sir. It's our buddy Destro. You're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's going on, man? What up, fellas? How y'all doing tonight? All right. Hey, who's Marlon says hello? 
Oh. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, y'all don't remember those aliens from Sesame Street? Man, they were just standing on the screen with the real big mouths that said, yep, 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 yep. Oh, yep, yep, yeah. Yep. Those are the ones. Okay. Yeah, those, I do remember them now, but they don't creep me out. Oh, my you know, goodness, man. You know what creeped me out? The way outs. What are the way outs? From the Flintstones. Ooh. Right, they, they, they had, like, that kind of slinky body. Mm-hmm. Way outs. Way outs. Dave, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? All right, man. What's up? Yeah, I got... It was tough to narrow it down out of three really good ones, but I'm going to have to go with marionettes, those puppets on strings. It's like dangling baby corpses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're a winner. You're a winner just for that phrase. But secondly, you're right. You're absolutely right because you're always... That's a great one, Dave. Hold on a second. I like them. Growing up as a kid... Having a like a little doll, I I now remember I always worried if like a marionette or like the ventriloquist dummy if it would move on its own. Have you ever seen that movie Magic? No. I think it's Magic. I've seen Dummy, which is hilarious. Dummy's a great flick, but Magic I think was one of the original kind of uh, somebody really big is in it. I can't remember who it is. Yeah, a marionette or something like that, because you think it could just start moving on its own, and then what do you do at that point? Kill it. How do you kill it? You set it on fire, I guess, maybe. Chop off his head. Can you do that? Yeah. Then it would still run around. So it doesn't have a head. You're really going to be worried about something without a head? Yeah, I guess that's true. Becky, Becky, you're in the hot animal radio. What's hey, up, Becky. Becky. I'm calling to tell you what creeps me out. Huh. Okay, creeps me out. Do you want me to go ahead and tell you? Sure. <laughs> cool. Okay, it creeps me out when I'm watching Dr. 90210, and I see this really fat woman, and they're, like, chopping her stomach off and all her fat and blood is everywhere. All right, so just anything like the Discovery Channel... Or any, like, makeover show. That's just kind of gross, though. Not creepy. A marionette. Something like that. That's a perfect one for being creepy. Jake here in the hideout on Road Radio. Real fast, about to wrap this up. Giving away prizes. Go ahead. Okay, this is what freaks me out. Fat girls at Walmart wearing spandex. (laughs) You always wonder why. It's just disgusting. It's not particularly creepy. And mom jeans. The ones that are pulled up too high. See, are those mom jeans, or is it just mom fashion? I think they make jeans for them, you know? Just My mom wears those ones. leggings. My mom is that fat woman who wears the leggings. She looks like it. You've seen her. You've, you've hung out with her. You, you two have riffed before. Doing comedy back and forth on retards. She's good. She really is. She's a special ed teacher. Of course she's good. What is it about mom fashion? I don't know. You think, you that's, know. By the way, uh, ladies, that's the moment your dude's going to leave you. When you start fading into the mom fashion with the uh, yeah, and you have, Christmas trees on your sweater. And you have the fat crotch going. Okay, that's just. Yeah, and just showing, like, it, it looks like that in the jeans. <laughs> Naked, he may look fine, but for some reason you buy the jeans that show it like that. What's wrong with you? It's nasty. That is creepy, too. Yeah, yeah. I say. Brian, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, Brian? How are you guys doing? Perfect. What's up, Brian? Great, buddy. 
What creeps me out is when people, going back to the whole eating thing, is when people are eating and they take their teeth and pull the silverware out of their mouth with their teeth. Oh. Uh, all right. Can we, all right. Hold on a sec. Do, do, we, do we have any silverware in here? Do we have oh, any? God, don't do it. <laughs> um, I don't think. Do, I, uh, as my staff uh, all hurriedly hops up. We and, have a big knife in the studio. Oh. All right. Where's the knife? Hold on a second. The one I tried to cut his uh, ringworm out with. You have a push pin? Yeah. All right, let's see if I can simulate this. Don't do it. All right, Brian, listen to this. All right, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> can you hear that? I don't think that's good. I need I need an actual fork. Yeah, you need to hear the ching. What if I did this? You know what always used to really creep me out? Whenever my shirt would go across the mic, that'd give me the chills. It was just a really odd noise. By the way, ladies, whenever you hear this, that's me rubbing my goatee against the mic. It's disgusting. Chicks dig it. Dude, dude, weren't you in the in the elevator with me today, and I got a compliment on my goatee? Yeah. It's I'm from not... a beautiful woman. <laughs> <laughs> she was hot, man. You should have been proud. I'm, there have been hotter ones who like it. Yeah. Looks that looks like the key demographic for your. Chin hair, though. No, man. I've been at a lot of hot bitches like this stuff. All right, how many prizes do we have left? All right, is she going to, this, this lady going to try? <laughs> Jay, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What freaks me out is the old ladies that drive around with them big ass sun blocking goggles. The blue boxers. <laughs> Tyler, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, Tyler. Hey, what's going on, man? What do you got? Uh, the closet, my man. The what? I'm the cl- afraid of my closet. I'll tell you, because I'm, I'm, when I sleep down, when I lay down and go to sleep, my closet stares me right in the face. And you... it's always open and dark in there. It's, it's creepy, man. Now, do you sleep with the closet door open? No, I close it sometimes, but even then, I just I can picture somebody opening it up and like trying to grab me. You know what I'm saying? You know what? You win, dude. Hold on a second, Tyler. Really? You're afraid of the closet? I always, always, always if sleep. If you're so with... afraid of it, come out of it. What? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I'll teach you. No. What? Oh. Is that part of the process? Yeah. I always sleep with the closet door open, though, man. And I always check my bed. I always check underneath my bed before I go to sleep. Who's going to be underneath your bed? Just Trust me, if you lay down in your bed, they're getting out. They aren't even going to mess around there. All right, Putin brings up one. What's the one you have, Putin? The elderly in retirement homes. I'm, I'm. The elderly don't creep me out. I completely understand with the retirement home thing. I've delivered to one twice in the past two days, and it's, it's the so same weird. person I saw like rubbing their face, like their forehead, like that. Some old lady, and today, like she moved her hand, and the skin on her forehead had been like rubbed raw to the point of being wounded. It's like that movie it's Cabin th- Fever, where that chick is shaving, and then all of a sudden she's shaving all of her skin off. Yeah. In those retirement homes, it's nothing but people playing board games and putting together puzzles. That's what their life is. Have you? They ever, have nothing else. Have you Have you ever thought about the just idea of a retirement home where it is literally a place you go to die? Mm-hmm. Like death, ro- like death row. That's going to be where you're at until you die. You aren't going anywhere else. Unless, like, your kids hit the lottery and decide to give you something better. 
And I don't mean to make this racial, but white people are the ones who keep retirement homes going. Oh, yeah. You go in there, you see mostly white people in a retirement home. Because minorities take care of their family members. Old, senile grandma will live with the family. Screw that. until Until she's dead. It happens. But it is always white folks that keep these. You guys are selfish. Yeah, don't I know it. I'm not having my mom live with me later on in life. I've already resided to the fact that my mom will be living with me at some oh, point. Oh, God. And I'll be cleaning I up. Hate your life. Cleaning up after her. Hitting her with a broom. Hopefully she dies before she gets too old, then. Oh, oh, please. She's 245 pounds at 49 years old. She won't make it to retirement age. I'll just get to inherit all her debt. Now I- you are talking white. I like that. What? You're at least talking like me. All I know is I'm going to have to be paying off my janitor mom bills. Because she keeps on opening more credit cards. Stop. For tanning. (laughs) This is my tan card. Take a break. We'll come back. Hey, thanks to everybody who's trying to creep me out. I appreciate that. I think we just the the closet and the marionettes. Those are the ones that got me. A marionette in a closet, worst thing ever. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout row radio 104.1. Alright, this guy says, it's Jose, he says, uh, Jimmy D. Jimmy D freaks him out. <laughs> Yeah, anybody who wears sunglasses inside freaks me out. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. I was just thinking about during the commercial break. Mm-hmm. I, this is what I did during the commercial break. Okay. I went back into the Clear Channel compound um, kitchen and grabbed a piece of chicken, cold piece of fried chicken, and a Red Bull, and then proceeded to eat that piece of fried chicken while I went to the restroom. What? To do number one. So I was standing in the urinal with a Red Bull in one hand, open, gnawing on some chicken in the other hand while evacuating. You are very, very just... Multitasking? That's not multitasking. That's that's something that creeps me out. People who eat while they go to the bathroom. That's nasty. All that splashing... That's why you press up against the urinal. What? What, you touch it? I'm not big enough, but you like you put your body up against it so there's what? no spraying. Huh? Yeah, but you're getting other people's stuff all over you then if you're yeah. touching. You're not getting it on your food. That's why Whip Girl offered to hold stuff for you, because you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> she did. I, I can't believe she did that either. That was really odd when she did that last That's night. That's an odd laugh. Yeah, that, <laughs> oh, that laugh creeps me out. Isolate it. You can't. You're, we were talking over it. No, we can get a part of it and loop it. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. It was like, are there are there certain foods to you that are better cold? Pizza. Pizza and fried chicken to me are better when they're cold. I like uh, chicken warm. No, too greasy when it's warm. Oh yeah, I mean, you need it greasy. Yeah. Nice and greasy. Oh, you're disgusted now, and you were just taking a whiz with a piece of chicken in your hand. What, did it get a little dry and you ran it underneath for a second? Stop. Why would you, what are you, a 
Shock jock? No, I'm wondering, because you might as well. If you go that far. Give me 20 bucks and I'll do it. Done. I need another piece of chicken. I prefer ketchup with chicken, too. Hmm? Ket- In fact, ketchup, my favorite thing. Ketchup with chicken. Ketchup with eggs. What is your problem? Ketchup with hot dogs. Okay, hot dogs are normal. Hamburgers. Yeah, that's normal. But chicken and eggs? Mm-hmm. I'd eat, a, I'd eat chicken with eggs, but I wouldn't eat right, anything with that. That's my dream now that I think about it. Big thing is scrambled eggs, pull off pieces of fried chicken, and then pour ketchup all over it. Well, way to set the bar low on your dreams. You can go down to the uh, the store and do that tonight if you want to. I, I don't like to dream big. Because if you dream big, you just get disappointed. Well, that's not anything you can get disappointed with. I'll, why don't you go home, do that tonight, go over to Publix after you get out of here, and pick you up some chicken, some eggs, and some ketchup. You don't have anything like that? I don't have any dreams like that, no. I'm not a big uh, food dreamer. What's your favorite food? I've been on a burger kick lately, but I'm kind of... You've always been a burger, and you like them medium rare. Oh, yeah. Bloody. Yep. Best way to get them. A little cold in the middle is good. You made some burgers for me I didn't even eat. Really? It was all bloody and nasty. I couldn't do that, man. I remember one time, I got so hungry, I got some ground chuck from the uh, grocery uh, grocery store. I couldn't wait for it to cook in the grill, and you could still see the individual strands of meat on the burger What? while I uh, cooked it. That's even foul to me. <laughs> That's what? so disgusting. You're a Neanderthal. <laughs> you are a Neanderthal. <laughs> I why don't you start, like, right when you uh, got out of the grocery store, just rip open the package and start throwing meat in your I mouth? Could have sworn that's disgusting. That, I could have sworn that's what he was going to say. Yeah. No, man, I'm not that bad. I have some respect for my body. Could that kill him if we did that as a stunt? Five wieners in my mouth. No, I mean, they they, <laughs> they, uh, they have, like, raw steak that you eat. That's part of the what? What's that called when you uh, when they have raw steak there for you? The steakum? No. What? It's like uh, actually an expensive thing to get at a restaurant. What are you, an uncooked piece Shish of meat? kebab? No. All right, four zero seven nine one. You can, if you could help us out because we're a bunch of idiots. Sushi. You win a prize. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Steak. Uncooked. Uncooked steak. It's called something different. You just, just repeat. I know you're a tough bastard, but I'm gonna come back there and punch you in the nose. I don't think that's what it's called. I think it's called um, we failed our health inspection steak. Hefe? Uh, you can't go by your yes, name. Your name. I like to sit in a beanbag covered in ketchup, Nick. You can't. No. Why? That's great. I thought Phil Henry was good, but you can do the same thing. I like that. I like how you can call in as yourself. No. All right. Taco Jockey, which, by the way, is an offensive name. No. Says steak to care? Yes. To no, or something. Tatar. Yeah, Tatar. Tatar. Yes. Petman says uh, stoop steak. You want some of that? What? Well, I'm eating some fried chicken. 
No. Boney, you're in the hideout of Royal Radio. Boney. Boney. Bonnie, yes. Oh, Bonnie. Bonnie. God, you guys are retarded. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Bonnie. I just wanted to tell you it's called steak tartar. Steak tartar. Tartar, okay. yeah. That's raw. Yeah, raw All right. meat. All right, you win a prize. You called in. Thank you. Hold on. Raw meat, and they have some kind of, like, like stuff you dip it in. Yeah, they have, like, stuff you, you dip it in. <laughs> That's steak tartar stuff that I'm I talking about. I hate you right now. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I, I hate him, too. He's useless. <laughs> We're all retarded. Come on. Why did you have to ruin it? Get it? We were having so much fun. You know what? That reminds me. We have to hit you with the wiffle ball bat to end the night tonight. I'm going to beat you to the drum of Marilyn Manson. I thought it was with a brick. Oh, you're right. My fault. And then we're going to play brick underneath. And then we're going to eat steak tartare with that I was thinking another brick. Yeah, while we listen to a song about abortion. I was thinking another brick in the wall because that's, what, like nine minutes? All right, Putin, we got the answer. Thank you, Stephen. Bonnie's the winner. Or as you wrote it, Boney. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. You want to wrap up the show, Dubs? Sure. I say we go another four. I'll be at home playing Madden. You can go ahead. Hey, are, is it official that we're doing something with that? Can we even talk about it? I, I would like to I'll begin find to talk. Out, I'll find out tomorrow if we can talk about it, but, yeah, it is official. It is? Mm-hmm. So I could say that we probably have something very cool for you guys involving Madden? Yeah. And EA Sports? Yeah. Kick ass, dude. Kick ass. Even though I don't play video games anymore. I think that's going to get me back into it. I can't not play Madden. I have to. I'm a man. It's a hideout row radio 104.1.